0: Hey guys, G-Man here. Thank you so much for downloading this week's episode of the Fun V Tailgate presented by Thunderblogsports.com. Matty D and I are joined by our buddy Alan Workman and we go through our 2017 NFL preview. We go through all 32 teams, look at the over-unders for each and give our Super Bowl picks as well as a few individual awards. After that, Matt and I quickly go over last week in college football and look at the upcoming slate for the college game as well. As always, make sure to check out both Maddie D's cold hard blocks which is which are coming back this weekend and check out the Fun V tailgate blog post at thunderblogsports.com. Follow us on Twitter @thunderblg is the handle there. Thunderblog Sports on both Facebook and Instagram, but now enjoy this week's episode and we are live welcome to episode three of the fun v tailgate i of course am your host the g-man jordy cannell with me as always is my buddy maddie d maddie how are you
1: uh well i'm watching football and tom brady so i'm doing fantastic
0: oh yeah and joining us is our friend our commissioner of the dynasty mr alan workman alan how are you
2: Hey, guys, thanks for having me on today. Happy to be here. Happy the football's on. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Everything's better when the NFL is back. We will get to everything in NFL and college football in a little bit. We are doing our full NFL preview, doing it as the Patriots are uh, currently up on the Kansas City Chiefs. So for those of you listening tomorrow, you know whether we are all uh, great on our Patriots talk tonight or if we're just complete idiots and the Patriots blow this. But uh, I, for one, am incredibly excited that the NFL is back. It's been, I think because of our Dynasty draft, it's just felt like it's been forever in the offseason.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'd agree with that. We started our draft mid-July, <laughs> much to everyone's dismay. Uh, got really acquainted with some players who are no longer even on their NFL teams. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely happy to finally see us get kicked off.
0: Yeah, and uh, and I know... We uh, we all have a number of different fantasy leagues as well. We'll try to get we'll try to pump in some fantasy advice as we go through it. Basic idea: if you've listened to our college uh, podcast before, we'll go through each division like we did for each conference. Go bottom up. We're going to start in the AFC. And we're going to start out in the West. Last year had an interesting run to the end with the not only winning it, but losing Derek Carr, and it should be a fun division this year, I think.
1: I mean, I would, I would agree. It I might be the deepest division in football that no one's talking about. Uh, every team is a legitimate threat. Not, I mean, every week, including the team that finished last and uh, the, the now L.A., Los Angeles Chargers, who, um, you know, they're. you look at their squad, they've they're got some dangerous players, particularly on offense.
2: You know, I, I agree with you, Matt, about the Chargers. I honestly think when all the dust settles, they could be the ones to come out of this division with a defense that got Joey Bosa. They have an improving defense and then their offense. If everyone can stay healthy this year, I really think that they have a solid shot at it because no one else in the division really 100% pops out on paper as a lock to win this one.
0: Yeah, absolutely agree. And looking at the over unders for all of these, they're all pretty close. There is an order of it, but We'll start with the team that we have fourth. And, Matt, I'll turn it to you. Who do you have finishing fourth in this division?
1: Well, I actually have the team that's currently playing finishing fourth in this division. That's the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. I don't know if that's necessarily because they're the worst team the worst team in the division. They, they still have a legitimate shot to make the playoffs. Uh, but I think a combination of some injuries as well as some regression, particularly from their quarterback, Alex Smith, uh, and the improving remainder of the division – May limit them and their ability. They're still going to be a seven and nine kind of football team, eight and eight kind of football team. Um, but you know they're still missing some players. Uh, Tom Bahali is hurt, uh, and uh, I will say I think before the season's over, their first round pick, Patrick Mahomes at a Texas Tech, will be the starting quarterback for this squad as well. So a little turmoil at the quarter, quarterback position will set them back present day, but help them in the future.
0: So that's an interesting take. I like it. Uh, We've seen Andy Reid do that before with rookie quarterbacks, and a lot of people thought that uh, his former team would do that last year with a certain starting quarterback, but we'll get to them. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting pick. I don't have them in fourth. Alan, what about you with the Chiefs? So, honestly, I I also don't have the Chiefs in fourth. I think uh, you can't be too biased
2: just watching them get shellacked by the Patriots now because that'll happen to almost anyone. I actually yeah. have the uh, the Denver Broncos coming in last. Kind of a uh, an interesting not pick there, boat. considering how good their defense has been over the past couple of years. But you know, defense year to year can be inconsistent. I don't really trust their offense with all those different running backs in there. Some of the wide receivers getting old. Don't trust the quarterback situation. And then not again, you know, bit. their defense just lost um, just lost some components this past uh, this past offseason. And I really think that they're gonna they're not going to meet the expectations that a lot of people have for them this year.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. The offense just really scares me from from thinking that they'll be able to pull out a lot of wins away from Mile High, uh, especially within the division. We're we're talking about the Chargers a lot, and we'll get to them. But I really think that that defense will regress this year, and I think they're uh, they're safe, or maybe not safely, but they're they're my fourth place team as well.
1: I, I don't disagree whatsoever. I and I and I fully agree with the the aging defense. Well, I still think they're going to be absolutely fantastic. Um, I think they're 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 very similar to the Chiefs, right? I mean, they've got great defenses and a lack of offense. I just like the skill position players a little bit more for the Broncos, um, and so I think that's kind of where I'm going. Not a quarterback, don't get me wrong. Uh, Trevor Simeon certainly doesn't scare me, but uh, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, you know, Demarius Thomas—they're good for a player to a game that can change it. That's why I think they finish just above the Chiefs in the division.
0: Okay, yeah. So. You, so- like a lot of our college, <laughs> college conferences, we have them flip-flopped. Alan, I don't know about you. With the Chiefs, where do you have them finishing?
2: So I actually have them finishing second. I have the Raiders third. I'm a little bit uh, lower okay. on the Raiders than I think most people are. Um, I think Derek Carr might, maybe overstated how much of a step he took last year, and I think a lot of this is really going to depend on Amari Cooper making that uh, third-year breakout at wide receiver step Uh, See if he can get more touchdowns in here, but if he can't do that, you know, they have an old running back in Marshawn Lynch who didn't look that great last time he was on the field. I think the defense is good, but they would need a lot of pieces to fall in place to really meet the high expectations that people have set for
0: them this year. Yeah, I can't. Go ahead, go ahead, Jordy. No, I I was gonna say that I could see that happening as well. Um, I think. That it'll be interesting to see how that defense plays, especially with you know everything that's going on in the background. You don't like to think that that affects it, but sometimes it does with them potentially you know, with them moving eventually. Um, you know, I'm a little higher on the on the Raiders. I you know I really like Derek Carr. I really like Amari Cooper. Um, but the running back game, you're absolutely right. That could make or break it, and we'll get to that with a couple other teams. If if Marshawn Lynch doesn't look it'll be hard to, make, to open up some of that space for a Raiders team that had a good Latavius Murray last year. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see if, if uh, Marshawn can match that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly agree. Once again, I'm, I, I understand Alan's point that maybe they're not – we're anointing them too quickly. Uh, you know, are they already already there? Are they the biggest challengers? I don't think they are. Some people were saying before kind of the offseason really got into full swing, they were the biggest challengers to the Patriots in the AFC. I don't believe that's the case any longer, but, um, I have them winning the division, although I don't think their record will be as good as most people think. So, you know, there's that as well. Um, they're going to be a good team though. And uh, they've got some great skill position players again, kind of like the chargers. I think their defense is a little overrated too.
0: Yeah, I I would agree. I don't think they, they do as well as you, as everybody thinks they will. Um, you know, for a lot of the same reasons. Uh, but, Kind of on that point, one thing that we do want to get to or that we do want to at least bring up are the sort of the over-unders. We don't want to try to necessarily predict wins partially because our math won't add up. But for two, we don't want to just run you through everybody's schedule. But we'll start with the Raiders on the over-unders. Vegas has them set at 10 wins flat. What do you think? Over-under 10.
2: Definitely taking the under on that one. I think that, uh, I think they're going to end up under that. Last year, they were eight and one in one score games, and they were 12 and four. You get any, any regression from that, and you're going to be, um, under, you know, under 10 wins. And I really don't think they're going to make that much bigger of a leap.
1: I, I like them right at 10 wins. I like 10 and six on the season. So I would say they will get to that number, um, spot on and you know, barely hanging on. And hopefully they get to the 10 wins, but they still lose to the Eagles on Christmas. Um, but, um, I like ten wins.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna go just under at nine. I think that you might find a little bit of trouble on the road. Christmas at at, at the Birds is, is one of those. Um, but yeah, I think I think nine wins go with the under right there is is the safe play. We'll we'll look at the Chargers next. Actually, we didn't even talk about the Chargers. So, Alan, it sounds like you have them in first. Yeah, I do. I, I'm honestly high on the Chargers. Again, you know, they can get bitten by the
2: injury bug, but I like them. They're really the only team in the division that you can legitimately say has a top 10 quarterback at the helm who really knows what he's doing and has just been consistently delivering a great on-field product. So I really think that the Chargers have a good shot at this one, especially with kind of the other teams that have some question marks in this division.
1: Do you think they have a unique home field advantage? I was just thinking about this. They're playing in like a miniature stadium, a soccer stadium in L.A. I think it's kind of a unique home field advantage for them, kind of an intimate setting, and I could not agree with Alan Moore. They have the only legitimate quarterback in that division today, um, and I think that's a big a big reason why I've got them at nine wins, nine and seven, but I, I like them a lot, and if Keenan Allen can stay healthy, wow, he's he's pretty darn good. I think people forget about him.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And and Alan hit the nail right on the head with the injury bug. Uh Phillip Rivers can do some Phillip Rivers esque stuff, you know, the mid two thousands, late two thousands, Phillip Rivers when we were in high school. They could easily hit that over of seven and a half. And I'm I'm gonna take that. I'll take them at eight and eight for me. Um, but yeah, I think over over seven and a half wins is is a pretty easy pick for uh for these lines that we're gonna be going through. Yeah. Alan, what about you? It sounds like you're easily ha- hammering the over there. Easily hammering the over on that one. Sign me up. That's one of my <laughs> best bets. Uh, so the Chiefs are at nine wins even. What do you guys got for that over-under?
2: Oof. I'm pr- I, I think they're going to be right about there. I mean, that's kind of where they've traditionally been. Their defense is wow. probably too good, and they're too conservative to really end up much worse than that.
0: I would take just under. I'm going to go 8-8 eight and eight at them as well.
1: No, I, uh, I, I've got them, uh, at six and 10 on the, I got them six wins. I think they're going to have some issues at the quarterback position. And, um, I think they're just one of those teams that's kind of stuck in neutral. They're trying to do exactly what they did last season with the same cast, 12 wins last year, but it's the same group. So we'll see what happens, but maybe I shouldn't be betting against Andy Reed, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely regression there. And then, uh, so we got, the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the final team in the divisions, the Denver Broncos, who they're at eight and a half wins. I'm going to go under there. I think they go, I'm going to say six and 10. They could go seven and nine, but I think that under is a pretty easy bet.
2: I'm, I'm also on board with the under also right around the same exact win total, probably mm-hmm. seven and nine, just because that defense is good. But again, that's that might end up being last in that division.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I, I'll say, uh, I'll say just under, I'll say at eight and eight, um, this whole, this whole division is going to be pretty, pretty stacked up, but they've got, I mean, eight returning starters on defense. Um, they've grabbed a couple of guys, a new, a new guy in the offensive line. I don't, I don't know. I, I think there's enough magic there for one more year. Although I think this is kind of the end. They're wasting a great defense there. Eight and eight's my
0: pick. Yeah. That's not a bad choice at all. But let's move on to the AFC South. I feel like this division is my favorite be...
2: division to talk about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Alan, lead us off. What do you got for
2: them? Okay, so finishing in last, I mean, I really, I really think the Colts are going to end up at the bottom of this division. Yeah, Who knows if luck's good. coming back. I mean, I think that people tend to give them the benefit of the doubt because they have a good quarterback. But they really have almost no other pieces in place. No.
0: I absolutely agree. I find it kind of crazy that you know, on a fantasy note, that a lot of their players always get really high projections at the beginning of the year, which kind of just show into some of the BS that projections can be. Um, yeah, I think without luck, you're you're really you're really looking at a at an empty empty skeleton of a team. Uh, their defense is not very good, uh, and I, I think they're safely in last in that division.
1: Well, I. I don't think they're going to be very good. I, I agree. Well, I think Andrew Luck is 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 still very good if he ever comes back from injury, you're right, there's not a lot going on there. But I can't stop looking at the disaster zone that is the Jaguars oh, no. every year. Yeah, that's true. All, we, all we ever say <laughs> is how good they're going to be to their free agent picks pickups. I actually really love the, the Jaguar defense. I don't like anything about their offense, save for Marquise Lee, who – has nobody to throw the ball to. I mean, his their quarterback situation is just egregiously bad there and it's time to jettison Blake Bortles and I know Chad oh, Absolutely. I know Chad Henne's a Michigan man, but he really is no better. Um god, I they've got a lot of issues and I just think they're I love their defense, but I think if luck is healthy for any portion of the season, they will uh they'll go ahead and take out the Jaguars and the Jaguars will once again have a top five pick in the draft, where they could take s- some very good profe- uh, pro, uh, pro prospect quarterbacks, such as Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen or somebody like that.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I like their defense a lot, and it's definitely be a battle. I feel like I feel like the Jaguars might get a slight edge. Um, they might have better defense. They've maybe a little bit better on the skill side. Uh, quarterback, certainly not if Andrew Luck's healthy. But I'd put Jack safely at number three for me.
2: Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, I don't see either of those teams being even a 500 win team. I don't, I, I don't think you know they're going to end up with that kind of record. You know, they could easily go anywhere from four and twelve to
0: six and ten, and I would not be surprised. Yeah. yeah, and and nobody would probably really notice, unfortunately, for I their fans. That,
1: I wouldn't be shocked if Andrew <laughs> Lux comes back week two and they happen to win enough games to make the playoffs. I, I think he's the only thing really. I mean, I do like Dante Moncrief and T. Y. Hilton. Um, And quietly, Jack Doyle over there, the tight end. But regardless of that, I'm with you guys. I agree that they probably have the lowest ceiling in the division as well, if you ask me, in terms of potential.
0: That's a good way to put it. Um, For Jacksonville, their over-under is set at 6.5, which – actually a pretty good number uh and the the money or the the odds for it are actually kind of good um overs at minus is minus thir- one thirty so bet a bet a hundred you get one thirty back uh under is a pick' and i'm gonna take the over but just slightly and i feel like that under could be could be a nice play but i'm gonna say seven and seven and nine for jacksonville i'm, I'm gonna say six and ten for me
1: yeah, I've got him lower. I've got him five wins. I, I just can't overlook Blake Bortles' inability to be a quarterback. So
0: Yeah, um, yeah that's true.
1: But I think they're going to be very competitive because of their defense. I just yeah. – unless unless Leonard Fournette can run with 10-man boxes, because if I was a team, that's what I would do. Yeah, just stack he, it up. He's going to have a pro- – they're going to have a problem. But I like everything else going on there. They're, they're an Andrew Luck away from being the best team in the division, if you ask me.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I just think this is an interesting division because it's such the quarterback play is just really all over the place. You if Andrew looks healthy, you have easily the best, but he's battling injury. You have Marcus Mariota with the Titans, who we'll get to in a second. You've got a interesting, interesting quarterback story in Houston, which we'll we'll talk about. And then uh you got everything with the Jaguars with Blake Bortles, Chad Henney, and then Whoever they're gonna pick in the draft, because it's I feel like that's the the easiest bet on what position they'd take if you could bet that right now. Um I just I, I think that defense it might be able to win them a few extra games, which is which is why I'd go the over. The Colts though, easy pick at over under nine. I hammer that under all day.
2: Absolutely.
1: I, I would agree. I think they're gonna be under, I think they're gonna be seven or eight wins, depending on Luck's health.
2: I'm going okay. way lower. I'm going five and eleven for the Colts. Ah yeah
0: I would go way under as well and i do know, wanna... that
1: may help that may help the uh that may help the colts in the long run though to get low and give them some draft picks to really build that team um
2: remember the last time the Colts tanked a season
1: I was gonna, they got Andrew luck and they almost they Andrew won luck? It. yeah maybe it's one of those times where they should just almost i hate to say it but punt the season and um and go from there i mean I, that's not necessarily the worst idea they've ever had
0: yeah it wouldn't it would not necessarily be the worst um be interesting to see what they do with with a high pick just because they have the franchise quarterback uh with with a lot of the different players coming through it i do want to correct myself i said you bet one you bet 100 you get 130 it's the opposite you bet 130 you get 100 did want to correct myself but we'll move to the, the upper echelon of the division echelon in quotes uh who do you guys got in second place in I, the south i got the texans in the south at second place
2: wow, I, love
1: big? Okay. I love it i love it
2: I love it. I I, mean, I have the same that means that I think the Titans are going to take the next step and I do. So I you, do too. You can get to that in a second. I got the I got the Texans in second. I you know, I really don't know exactly what's going to be happening with that quarter, quarterback situation. I do think Deshaun Watson will be will be starting at some point. Um, but I I um I I their defense is too good for them to end up uh you know in the dregs of the division, but I don't think that they're going to take the next step like the Titans are.
1: So they won yeah. the division last year. Okay, right? And who were they missing all of last year? Arguably the best non-quarterback in the entire league, and that's, that's J.J. Watt. If you assume he's healthy, this defense might, although Sheldon Richardson is now at the, the Seattle Seahawks, might be the best defense in football. They're going to be nasty up front. If they're just smart and they hand the gosh darn ball off to some running backs, oh, man, I'm, I'm a big fan of that defense. I have them winning the division over the Titans – not because of the lack of the Titans' ability, but I don't trust Mariota's health. But we'll get to that in a moment. I like Lamar Miller. I like uh, 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 Foreman, the rookie running back out of Texas, and DeAndre Hopkins. By the way, is is pretty stinking good out there. So I'm um, I'm liking them to win the division again.
0: Yeah, I could see it. Um, I, I I just I agree with Alan. I think the tech or the uh, the Titans make the next step. The questions at quarterback for me just really give me some some type of pause at what they end up doing i don't i don't think necessarily they'll have a bad season because that defense is pretty great and it's kind of the same take as the jaguars i think that defense wins them a few extra games especially out of the division uh probably split with split with the titans i feel like at home in a way um but i i think they get second barely to the titans
1: well, I mean, I, I, the Titans have got a lot going for them. Um, I'm, I mean, their offense, I mean, let's see how Corey Davis does, but adding Eric Decker was a great move. They've got a deep running game. Uh, they can really wear down. They can kind of just go ahead and wear down to Marco Murray, knowing that Derrick Henry's right behind him there. Um, yeah. I don't know how great their defense will be. They've made some strides. Logan Ryan's in a cornerback, a couple other guys, but I don't know. I, I've got some concerns, um, Mariota's fantastic, but can he stay healthy? We haven't really seen him be able to do that. So if he puts it together, they can easily win this division. I think it's the weakest division in the AFC, though.
0: I agree one million percent. Uh, um, I would yeah. also agree with that. Although honestly, if you if you
2: take the Patriots out of the AFC East, that division looks <laughs> no, Yeah, that division's pretty bad too.
1: That's a really good point. <laughs> no. I would I could yeah, the rest of that division's terrible without no. the well, the Dolphins have some talent, but anyway. Uh, we'll get to one of my favorite teams to talk about. That's the J-E-T-S Jets. But, I mean, what do you guys think? So, assuming the Titans are going to win, what's the over-under there, Jordy?
0: It's 8.5, and, and I'd hit the over on that. I think – I don't know if they necessarily get the 10 wins. I could see them going 9-7, and seven, and that's good enough to take that south division.
2: I, I see them at 10-6. and six. I, You know, I, I agree. I don't see them much higher than that just because, you know, they're still still a relatively young team, but I see them being better than the rest of the teams in the
0: division. Yeah. yeah. Matt, what about you?
1: So I've got I've got the Titans at at uh, at nine and seven, but losing to a ten and six Texans team.
0: Uh, So I think it's
1: close. You know, I think this is one of those years. Other than maybe the Patriots in their division, every division just has a ton of parity in it, and this should be another one that's going to be really tight all the way down to the wire. Which, by the way, great for football. So,
0: yeah, definitely hashtag great for football on on uh on there. But let's look at the Houston Texans. Their over under is set at also at eight and a half. Uh, both both lines playing very well. Um, I'm going to say they go eight and eight. I don't. I, I don't totally see them really. Agree. I I could maybe see them get nine and seven, but I feel like they they probably finish at eight and eight.
2: I totally agree. That's an eight and eight team. And Matt, you talked about JJ Watt coming back on that defense, but defense was never their problem last year. I mean, they were holding opponents to to very minimal gains and just couldn't score themselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the offense, I just don't see getting it going that well to win nine games.
1: I got you. I don't think they can play worse quarterbacking than Brock Osweiler did. Maybe that's why I'm a little more optimistic um, for them. Uh, So I don't love Tom Savage. I'm not a huge Deshaun Watson guy, but I don't think they can physically be as bad as Brock Osweiler was. We'll see, though. And I'm with you guys. To me, the Titans are really the upswing member of that division right now um, who – I think you you got to love their trajectory.
0: Yeah, absolutely. One thing we didn't mention as well, we we alluded to it with the AFC West, but the AFC South plays the NFC West this year, which isn't really is something that you don't really think about entirely with strength of schedule, but that that does certainly affect it with a a pretty good NFC West, which we'll get to in a bit. So that that could also help push down some of those numbers.
1: Yeah. No, I I'm with you there. I mean, the Colts have the weakest strength of schedule. Uh, sorry, well, I guess the right the weakest strength of schedule. They have the easiest schedule, obviously pulling from last year's numbers, but they have yeah. the easiest schedule going in.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and part of that comes from uh coming in fourth place in, in the uh, equation that the All NFL right. pulls out. But um, we'll look at at the Colts. They're nine over under, and that's or no, oh uh, no, we went through that. Um. Well let's move on. Let's move to the NFC or the AFC North. Uh once again going to be a very tough and I say that just in the in the fact of the the reputation and swagger that those teams carry division. Um but Matt, why don't you kick us off with the uh the North?
1: There may not be an easier division to pick the
0: worst team. Uh, oh yeah. Th- it's got to be the Cleveland uh- I'd argue the next division we go to, but yes, I agree the Cleveland Browns, Browns at four. All, right. All right. Well, I would
1: argue the Cleveland Browns, um, <clears throat> mostly because the th- the three teams above them have had recent playoff success. Yep. Long track history. Uh, we hear the news this week. Miles um, Miles Garrett, their first round pick, is going to be out for the first um, uh, for the first couple games of the season, um, and so right away, just another uh, another another shot to a really a fan base that I just feel bad for a lot. I actually like starting Deshaun Kaiser. I like I like their quarterbacks in terms of potential. So why not start the young guy? Um and I love Jabril Peppers, but other than that, I mean Kenny Britt, that's the guy you bring in for um instead of instead of Terrell Pryor. So I, I don't like a lot of their skill positions at all. Um and they're gonna get smoked by their three division members twice a year, which is tough. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think if there's if there was any odds on su- a sweep from the division, so 0 and 6, I think that would be a a very competitive bet that I would take as a uh, as a very high possibility.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm not going to argue with you guys at all. Obviously, I have the Cleveland Browns penciled in fourth. I do think that the the Ravens are actually going to be closer to the Browns than people think. And whether I think the Browns are going to e- exceed expectations or the Ravens are just not going to perform as well as people think um, I, I would say it's going to be a, a mix of both. So yeah, I would, I would, you know, have the Ravens at three and then the Browns at four, but maybe a little bit closer than people are predicting. I think the Browns are a couple years away. They do have a good young core, got David Yoku, um, tight end coming in. He'll, he'll take a couple uh, years to develop, but, and then Corey Coleman, that wide receiver, I know you mentioned Kenny Britt, but Corey Coleman looked good when he was playing last year, uh, with a whole different host of quarterbacks. So I, I I'm excited to see what he can do.
1: He's yeah. kind of a forgotten. He was kind of a forgotten guy last year, a little bit. I'm with, yeah, he was a first round pick, and he can play.
0: Yeah, I agree. It'll be interesting to see if Deshaun and Corey get a nice little little groove going. And like Alan said, if that young team kind of moves along together, where they could be in a couple of years, I agree with Baltimore at number three. I don't think they're that close to Cleveland, but I certainly would have them third in the division. What about you, Matt?
1: I'm I'm actually far more bullish on the Broncos. I mean, I'm sorry, on the Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens this year than I was before. I ooh, I like a lot of the guys they've got. Um, I don't have them winning the division, but I do have them actually in second over another team. Um, they've got they've got Marshall Yonda back, they've got a, a decent offensive line. I think Joe Flacco is gonna be fine, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, he okay. should be.
1: I like Mike Wallace and Brashard Perryman a lot there. But it's more so kind of their defense. I'm a big C.J. Mosley guy. I like some of the pieces they've added there. Um, yeah. And I think it's one of those seasons where um, they're going to beat up on a team that I think is going to struggle a lot more than people think. Uh, they're always a tough fight. I I got to say that. Not sure they're a playoff team, but I think they're going to be a tough fight.
0: Yeah, I would agree, um, at least on a tough fight. I think they're very close to the team that I'm guessing you have in third and that we – I'm going to assume Allen also has them in second in the Bengals, but I, I just there's a lot of question marks for me on that that offense. There's a lot of the guys you named a little older. Um, I do like Terrence West a lot at running back for them. I think he'll do just fine with it. Their defense should be pretty good. Uh, I just think they get edged out just ever so slightly by the Cincinnati Bengals. Yep, I'd agree
2: with that. I got the I got the Bengals in second. Um, You know, I I think the Bengals kind of are still, despite the talent that they may have on various parts of the team, they're still somewhat dysfunctional and with perfect on the defense getting suspended and they don't don't really seem to know what they're doing at running back with Jeremy Hill, Giovanni Bernard and Joe Mixon, despite, um, you know, a lot of evidence that each of these backs has, you know, pretty distinct talents with Mixon, in my opinion, being the most overall talented of the three of them. Um, you know, with a healthy AJ green though, I, you know, and, and, and Andy Dalton chucking the football, I think Andy Dalton has been a, a little bit underrated if they can keep a lot of people healthy. I think they could surprise, uh, you know, again, I don't have them, you know, for number one in the division, but I do think that they're going to be uh, head and shoulders above the Ravens and Browns.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I think, I don't think you're going to see 2015 Bengals, you know, pre Andy Dalton thumb injury. Uh, I think you'll see them get close. I think you, you keep a couple of those guys healthy if they figure out how to get Joe Mixon the majority of the touches at you know at running back and and kind of figure out how to mix in Jeremy Hill and Gio Bernard, I think you'll find that might be the perfect mix for them. Uh, I, I don't think they're close to the Steelers in terms of battling for the division, but I think they might be close towards the wild card.
1: I gotta tell you I'm worried about and I, I, I mean AJ Green is is a beast. I think he's gonna have a massive season again. Yeah, even with his injuries last year. I know Tyler I Eifert's back, but he's a, a
2: He's a mess. He's yeah, like a he's step
1: away no from breaking himself, which is a shame because he's honestly he's got as much skill as as I would not say Gronk, but Travis Kelsey, a couple other those big time guys. Yeah, like second-tier tight end. I'm really worried about the Bengals offensive line. They lose Andrew Whitworth. Kevin Zietler goes over to the Browns. They're gonna have Jake Fisher at right tackle. Cedric, um, and I think is I think it's Oga B. Oga B. Yeah. Ojibushi? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't even write. Well, he struggled last year, and they're going to move him to the left side of the line. I'm very worried about the offensive line. And you're, I actually, Alan, I'm agreeing. Your point about this running back, if there's just too many guys to get the touches you want. And they're actually all probably good enough, if not starting, to be near starters. though I'm not a Jeremy Hill guy. I'm more of a Bernard guy. So I think it's best if they just put Joe Mixon in there and run him. Um, yeah, I agree. So we'll see what happens, but I, I got some questions there. I don't know if I love Andy Dalton as much as you guys do. Um, I, I haven't seen it and he's never had a really big playoff or clutch moment in my mind to really put him in that echelon of being good enough to win a division against, uh, well, we'll, we'll talk about the next team that I think we all have in first place. Is that right?
2: Yep. Pittsburgh. Yeah. It, easily Pittsburgh. <laughs> an, an abundance of talent.
1: Oh, my God. They're offending. So
2: much. Holy, Holy
1: fuck. Wild. Oh, I mean, my God.
2: Getting, Mar- getting Martavis Bryant back, this is like the first full season. that yeah,
0: the first season was. that's suspended.
2: Where Le'Veon Bell's not suspended or injured yeah. or anything, you know, to start the season. He's arguably, you know, the most talented back in the league. And you have, you know, two easy top 10 wide receivers in terms of when we see in their on-field product. You know, that is just a, a wealth. And, uh, and uh, TJ Watt looking good on the defense as well. I really think that uh, that they could be making some huge moves this year.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that defense will be pretty great. Uh, I, I think that offense could just run away from the rest of the division. They play an NFC North that really – that'll be interesting, um, but not really, aside from a couple teams, the best defenses in the NFL. I think that this team could – easily run off to double digit wins we'll get to the over under in a second but i think that they'll have a uh, a pretty exciting season for the the fans in pittsburgh um and you know there, there's a couple guys that are that are they've added you, know, you mentioned tj watt you mentioned a few other rookies um you know that i think could really do some damage
1: well and let me give you a name of a guy that maybe they they went ahead and they made a move they got vance mcdonald from Mm -hmm. the 49ers, who's kind of been a a tight end stuck um, over there for quite some time. He's a pretty darn good player, Mm -hmm. and watch out for him with all the offensive weapons elsewhere to kind of make a little bit of noise, which would be great.
0: So they've
1: got to win the division, right? I don't think it's close. And I think they're the the Patriots' biggest threat.
0: Although – I think so too, and I think the big thing for them that they have going to to be a Patriot – Know potential Patriot killer is that that secondary is I think really good. Um, adding Joe Hayden adds depth to it, which is just fantastic that you need on defense. And I, I I'm pretty bullish on that. If, if not everything on Pittsburgh, but that defense I really like.
2: I, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Yep, they're locks to win this division. Oh, yeah
1: I, I think Big Ben um he struggles on the road a little bit more than people think and I and I'm you know worried about if you know he's had some injury issues so what can he bring to the table I mean we'll see and I, I still really like them though as as the the Patriots biggest threat and I'm with you TJ Watt looks you don't just waltz in and take James Harrison's job and he did it that's pretty impressive
0: yeah he looks phenomenal yeah, yeah he does so let's so go through the, the over unders yeah let's go through them Cleveland five 5.0 what do you got the under
2: easy under on that I agree. Under as well. I think they're at three or four wins.
1: Yeah. Better I, than I'd one say, win. Better than one win. But three or better. four seems like a good number. Yeah, I'd say
0: them. three. I'd say they get sweep, swept in the division. Maybe pull one out in the, the cross to the NFC, but three. Bengals, eight and a half.
2: <sighs> I, think, I think the Bengals are a nine and seven team. I you know I, I I don't think they're you know an eleven win team, but I I think that they have enough no. talent to 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 eke out nine wins and maybe uh, steal a wild card in this uh, in the AFC. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna agree with that. Nine and seven, I get some pause, but I'm gonna go nine and seven for them.
1: Yeah, I'm a uh, I'm a little less than that. I I would say I'm I'm lower, so I'm under there. Probably seven seven wins for me for them.
0: Okay, all right, Baltimore eight flat under for me. Under for me as well. I'm over just barely with nine. I'm over. Uh, okay. All right. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers are coming in at an over under of 10 and a half. I'm going to go over.
2: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a tough over under because 11 wins that's is tough to predict tough. from any team. Yeah. But, you know, if you, if you look at the rest of the AFC, there's going to be a lot of parity. I don't think it's going to be that hard for them to get a little bit uh, above that, above the fray that's kind of going on beneath them.
0: Yeah, I agree. Matt, what about you?
1: I would, I would actually say, because I, I think the Bengals and, and Ravens play them very tough, um, and they're always due for that one game where like, somehow Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown struggle together, which doesn't make any sense, I think they're going to be right around that. I'm going to have them at 10-6. and six.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. But then there's also that one game where both Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown both go off <laughs> and just... Murder everyone. <laughs> I, <laughs>
1: I love that. I love that, that for my fantasy teams
0: because <laughs>
1: I <laughs> having one of them. Not this year, but I normally do. Last year, yeah. Well, maybe not we me the championship. But uh, I mean, let's be fun. The, the, the division. Most people do it if-
0: go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say most people do, and if you somehow get both, which I feel like is nearly impossible, you know, you can just go. Right. You can just leave. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you could do that. Let me know what league you're in. I'd
0: like to be in that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Who did you have to trade to get the like to get another top five pick in your <laughs> fantasy league? Well, uh, let's let's move on to the East, and I think the Jets are an even bigger lock, uh, arguably, than the Browns for last place in the AFC East. Um, not a ton's going to be going on there. I think they're uh, they're close to a to a lock for the number one pick in the draft. Not really a lot going on at quarterback. A decent defense, but that run there, that run game will be okay. But the rest of it's not good, and it'll be tough to squeak out some wins, especially when you got to play the Pats twice. Uh, yeah, and and I think it's a pretty easy lock at four. This
2: is this is by far the least talented team in the NFL, and honestly, the least talented team that I can remember. Um, yeah, you know, I we have seen some teams go and sixteen. I remember those Lions. You know even when we didn't expect him to go in 16, this is the first team that I would say I expect may not win any games. I know it's a rare occurrence, but uh, right now you can get 10 to 1 odds on that. Yeah, um, I do have a pretty hot parlay. Um, if you uh, if you parlay Drew Brees winning the passing title, Julio Jones winning the receiving title, and the Jets going 0 in 16, you can get 100 to 1 odds. <laughs> Ooh. If you if you Ooh. drop a hundred dollars in that, you can be pocketing ten thousand dollars. So I'm calling that right here uh breeze has won passing title four out of past past five seasons julio won it two seasons ago i don't think that's out of the question then you pair that with jets going on 16 you got yourself a great bet right there
0: please let me be with you on week on game day week 17 so i can see this come to fruition (laughs) holy shit
1: (laughs) well I, i don't like the jets a lot and their offense is gonna is gonna be just honestly they're gonna be terrible um but i i i like their defense enough They've got to play the Bills and the Dolphins twice. I think they can get a win against one of those teams who are going to have issues as well. So and I like Todd Bowles, who I think is getting a raw deer. So I'm super down on them as well. But uh I I, I see I could see the Bills or Dolphins somehow managing to finish worse than the Jets. Whereas I don't see the I don't see anybody getting that low against the Browns. So maybe that's why I made that comment earlier. But um lots to like on defense as usual with the Jets, but yeah, they're they're Cupboard is completely—it's on fire. It's the cupboard is on fire. So yeah. on offense, they've got no. I mean, it's, it's it's embarrassing who they're starting at wide receiver and running back and everything. So
0: we can see the return of Christian Sackenberg. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> well, if, cool. he ever, if he ever throws, I mean, he's going to throw a real NFL pass probably at some point this season. That's kind of terrible.
0: That's a little terrifying. Uh, we'll just we'll spoil the over under right now. It's four and a half, and it's an easy under. 100. The odds show it some. to. Uh, it's minus two seventy five, meaning you need to bet two hundred seventy five dollars to win a hundred. Uh, that's pretty easy under to take. <laughs>
2: yeah. that's a pretty good about that one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Who,
1: do you uh, guys have? who do you guys have in third? And this is kind of a. Uh, we know who the first team is. Who do you guys have as third in the division?
2: So I have I have the Bills in third. Um, I think yeah, that I do too. I would have I would have definitely had the Dolphins in third, especially after the Tannehill injury. But looking at the direction that the Bills are headed, just kind of the whole, the whole body language of the organization right now is really, really bad. Um, you know, even their only real talented player that everyone can truly believe in is LaShawn McCoy. And, you know, he's an injury away from being irrelevant. And, you know, sometimes they, they could potentially misuse him if they have nothing else going on on offense. Uh, they cut Jonathan Williams. They gave Tyrod Taylor no help. They traded away a lot of their best defensive players. You can really just see the direction that this organization is heading right now.
0: Yeah, I agree. A lot of the defensive trades they made really give you a lot of, of what are you doing thought. Um, I, I think they're not so far and away from the Dolphins for for third place, but I think you put them in at third. Tyrod Taylor doesn't really have a ton around him except for Shady, and I think you're gonna. I think you'll probably see him get overused. You saw it a little bit last year. He missed a, a little bit of time. I, I don't think he missed a start, but he got taken out of a few games and was definitely uh, on the injury report more weeks than not last year. And I, I think you might be seeing that again.
1: Yeah. I, um, if I'm the, if I'm the bills, I'm, I'm figuring out which team potential playoff team has an interest in LaShawn McCoy. And I'm seeing what I can get for him. I, I why not? Cause you know, the yeah, treadmill running back are just not that long. See what you can get. And and this is uh, – punt the season at this point. And I would play – I would play their their fifth-round pick at a pit, Nathan Peterman at, 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 Rowe, at quarterback, see what he can do for you. Um, why not? I mean, you really got nothing else going on. Trade away who you can trade. I mean, they, they, they've they got nothing. And I like Sean McDermott a lot as a coach. He needs to kind of reset the palette there. And hopefully the ownership can be a little patient in the fans – and they can rebuild and get it to a team that's got something going on, but they don't have a lot.
2: Toss Tyrod Taylor to the Jaguars. Imagine I mean Tyrod Taylor easy. is a competent enough quarterback.
1: That's a wonderful. I love that. That's a great yeah,
0: right that's there. That's a great trade. Yeah. get. Yeah. 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 And that's and that's interesting too, because you you could see you know an almost NBA, NHL, MLB trade deadline type blockbuster deal in a in a Sport where the trade deadlines, you know, comes and goes, and nobody really thinks about it. You could see this being one where we we actually pay attention to it because of this these pieces that are there that that could be incredible trade bait.
2: Yep, I agree with you. Yeah, and then uh, uh, I guess that that brings me to my second place team, the Dolphins, uh, who I think are kind of heading in the opposite direction. They they took lemons and made lemonade with that Jay Cutler. I honestly think he might even be a better fit for the team. Um, I like I like the way that that might uh, cause a Devonte Parker breakout. I, I really see that coming. I know a lot of people see that coming. That's a hot take, but they got a great running game. You got Jay Cutler coming in there, not af- not afraid to throw it, and uh, I I, I want to see what they can do.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he plays. Um, yeah, that that receiving core could definitely have an awesome year. Uh, you got to be cautious of the Jay Cutler interception sprees that he's known to go on, but. You know it'll it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Um, you might see the, like Matt said, you could see the Jets squeak out one win because of something like that. But I think he could. He gives more positive than negative to obviously to this team, especially after a really really unfortunate injury to Tannehill.
1: And and why do we not? I mean, for some reason their defense what I mean, they've got a lot of talent on defense. It's not a lack of talent. If they could put any of that talent together. They're, they're a half-decent defensive team. Um, yeah, I'm with you guys, but they're almost second by default just because the other two teams in the division are so bad. Um, but, I mean, I like a lot what's going on there. I'm not as high on Jay Cutler, although if, if you were going to have to go get anybody after your star quarterback goes down, he's got to be high on your list if you're Adam Gase, so I think it was good for that. But I don't think any of these teams has a shot at even sniffing a wild card. And I think they're going to lose a lot of games to uh, the big boys on TV right now.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I, and I think that the big boys, as <laughs> you so eloquently call them, are an easy lock for first. I think Miami has a pretty good shot at, at uh, you know second, but they're still a couple steps below New England.
2: Yep, I hundred percent agree. I, I you know I don't I don't know how much needs to be said about the New England Patriots. Everyone's. Uh seen them play uh, you know they're they're a lock i think they have the highest over under of any team
0: they do ever
2: ever which is remarkable and honestly people are still hammering the over because there's i just don't see them losing a game on pa- on paper yeah
1: they're it's not, they're not favored to lose they're their closest they play this at at the steelers in december and their they're like their chances of winning is 50 50.7% 50. Yeah.
2: I think the Steelers or Broncos will steal a game from them, and then that, that might be the only game that they drop.
1: So, by the way, and yeah. I want to point that out. I was just looking at this. If, if the Steelers or Broncos or maybe the Raiders, somebody takes them for a, a loss, who did they play last week of the season? That's right. They played the New York Jets. So I could imagine them benching their entire starting roster because they've already clinched the number one overall season. For two weeks. And that's week buy, basically. And that's how the Jets would go ahead and sneak in there and get their win uh, to to lose that parlay for you, Alan. I just wanted to point that out.
2: Oh god, that would be a devastating. Uh, <laughs> I, I sincerely think that the Patriots backups could uh, could handle the Jets pretty easily.
0: It is kind of crazy that they, after their bye week, they have they have eight games. They basically get the they get the right in the middle of the season, week nine bye, but they have five road games at Denver at Oakland at Buffalo at Miami and at Pittsburgh three of their you know most likely to lose quote-unquote games um looking through their schedule actually their October 5th Thursday night game is on Amazon Prime which (laughs) I I didn't realize that they were also streaming games along with CBS Um, foods now yeah (laughs) we can watch it at the Whole Foods bar at the mega Whole Foods um (laughs) Child. I mean, I,
2: I think that the Patriots backups are an eight and eight team. Garoppolo throwing the ball to any of those yeah, receivers. G, that. They're so deep.
0: That beautiful like, bastard. Know,
2: Dwayne Allen. These are all, st- these were all starting players on, on yeah. other teams. So I,
1: I think they're one, if you're the Patriots, the one issue that I, I see for them, they need to find a pass rush on defense. I like everything else that's going on with them. Uh, but they really don't have a elite pass rusher. Um, Watch against a great offensive team like the Steelers in a playoff game could, could cause them. you an issue or two. Um, but I think the positive is that a lot of the AFC teams out there have great defenses and not great offenses, so that might help out. But they they need to, and this is what they're usually good at, they'll find somebody, but they need a pass rusher or two on defense.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. But,
1: so, well, I mean, who do you guys have then? Uh, do we have the Patriots as winning the AFC?
0: Yeah, what I have that? them, absolutely. Pretty, I mean, last Steelers last year you saw them in an AFC Championship game against Pittsburgh. That I, I don't remember what the line was, but it was supposed to be this exciting game, two great offenses going going against one another, and they throttled the Steelers. Yeah, like it wasn't even close in that game. I think most people just stuck around so they could just watch football because all you have left then is the Pro Bowl and the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know I mean? uh, well, so then I guess I guess my question is, we we've talked about our division winners. Who are who are your two wild card teams in the AFC,
0: Jordy? All right, mine. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say my six, My sixth team is tough. I'm gonna go with the Bengals, and I think I'm gonna go with the Chargers as my sixth. Okay. I got yeah. I got Bengals uh, in
2: fifth, and then um, I have the Chiefs actually as the sixth wild card in. Yeah, okay. Ra- Raiders missing the playoffs.
1: Oh, nice. I've got, both, uh, I've got Titans because I got the Texans in the division, and uh, I'm also I'm gonna have to go with the Chargers in the West, and I think that's a shame because you're gonna lose a couple good AFC North teams there, but that's how it works. Yep.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean it's it's really a one team race though in the AFC. Yeah, uh, really with the Pats. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's switch over to the, 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 the team with the future Super Bowl winner, uh, 2018. That's, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. If you haven't figured that out, um, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Jordy, do you want to start us off in the West over there?
0: Yeah, we'll start in the NFC West. So interesting division that we have in this Western front and I'm going to go with the Rams in fourth. I think that, or no, at the 49ers, excuse me. Um, pretty easy pick uh the rams are right in front of my face that's why i uh had a little brain fart but i think it's a pretty easy easy pick they might be a little better than last year uh no chip kelly they replaced him with kyle shanahan coming from uh atlanta but i i think it's pretty pretty easy lock for fourth place
2: yep i'm i'm uh, I'm, I'm on board with the niners i think the rams might give them a run for the money but i i'm on board the niners being in last place you know, I don't think they have all the pieces in place. I do think they have, you know, some young guys who will get better. I, I see a brighter future for them than than some other teams like the Jets.
1: Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I'm don't think they're going to have any shot at winning division. I actually think they're going to going to battle more than people think. Uh, since I don't, I'm not a Jerry Goff believer whatsoever. Brian Hoyer's going to just give you a win or two out of just pure. L- muster I guess I don't even know how to describe it I like Kyle Shanahan a lot I also like what they've done their offensive line is pretty intact also their defense you've had Reuben Foster Solomon Thomas is out there as well their defense is good enough I think they actually are better than the Rams I, I don't like the Rams at all this year and no. I think they beat their what is their projected wins is it five
0: Jordy Their over under for the for the Niners is five Rams is five and a half
1: I've got them I've got them at five for the Niners. I don't know where you guys fall. On that under
0: or over. I would go just uh, yeah, I might push that.
2: I'm 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 gonna go with four and twelve for the Niners. Yeah,
0: I was about to say because the Rams is five and a half, and I, I think the Rams Rams got them in LA. I would say that in the Coliseum. And I and I don't know about it at, at uh Levi's Stadium if if LA can show up there. They have a pretty good D. Um, yeah, I might, I might give them the edge there and give LA, LA five wins, San Francisco four. I'm right there. I'm right there with you, Jordy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I got to tell you, I'm really worried about uh, the Rams. Aaron Donald may not be here week one due to his holdout. Um, but they're playing the Colts week one. They do you realize have they, the they, I know, but do you realize they literally they literally basically signed the starting wide receivers for the Bills, Robert Woods and Sammy Watkins, <laughs> who I don't think will ever be healthy. I find that amazing. Um, I, well, I think Todd Gurley is uber talented. I don't like the offensive line. I, man, I gotta say, I I don't like this team. I don't think they've gone forward whatsoever. And you bring in a super young head coach who on a lot of teams I'd really like, but I don't like it on a team that seems to lack a little bit of discipline. And so I've got them at four. I've got them at four wins, uh, this year.
0: Okay. All right. Do you think
1: might be the best defender in football? And that's how bad his team is.
0: So true. (laughs) Do you think golf matures and and develops any more? Do you think last year it was sort of peak golf?
1: He can't be as bad as he was, right? And he also he can't be. And he had some abysmal targets. Um, So I think he's a little better. I just think that the defense is going to take a step back. And so um, definitely worried there for a lot of different ways for them. And um, they don't need a quarterback yet. I think you can go one more year and see if Goff can figure it out. But they yeah, need, I would agree with that. They need some. They need somebody to like kind of get in there and grab somebody by the by the shoulder pads and shake them a little bit and say, "Hey, let's uh, let's figure this thing out." And and, and uh, where where is the discipline for a team? So, yeah. um, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't dislike either of those teams' futures. I just don't like them at all in the next year or two.
0: I think what LA could do, especially since you have J- Jared Goff in this. At rookie contract level that you could go out try to buy some offensive linemen around him and see if that works because we've yeah. seen it we've seen it work very well with young quarterbacks yeah. and see if he with some older wide receiver talent that he has he you can lock them up for maybe a year or two maybe they have a nice year obviously not this year but in the future and kind of see what you got there I, I think you got it at least this year in 2018 of them. But you, know, you definitely don't want to see you wasting as many picks as you did for three years of a of a bust. But you know, I guess I, I guess the the sunk cost at some point has to sit in.
1: Yeah. So I'm guessing that we're moving up above really the bottom feeders there. Do you guys think well, – I think we all probably have the same second-place team unless someone's got a really hot take.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think we're all safe with Arizona at number yeah, two.
1: Yeah, I'm safe with Arizona at number two. However, I
2: think that Arizona is going to resemble a little bit closer to their 2015 selves than their 2016
1: selves. Okay. I, I was yeah. going to say they've got a ton of talent. That defense that defense is really good. Um and they've got some pass rushers. They've got some great cover guys. Um, I don't like Carson Palmer, but they've got enough offensive and they've got David Johnson, arguably That's one, true. A or one B in terms of running backs in the NFL. So
2: I totally agree. I think they have, they have enough weapons to make things happen. I, you know, I really think Fitzgerald still has something left in the tank, at least early season. John Brown may have gotten over those sickle cell issues. He looks great in the preseason. So, you know, he might be, you know that guy who takes the next uh, the next step, and then as long as Carson Palmer can just be good enough, I mean, he's head and shoulders above Goff or Hoyer or other. You know, at least in terms of his pedigree. I know he's old, but you know, I just trust him a lot more than a lot of the other guys in that division.
1: Right, and their pass rush. Um, they they drafted Asan Reddick this year. They've got Marcus Golden, um, Chandler Jones. Um, th- they've got some great pass rush to go along with probably the best corner in the NFL in Patrick Peterson. So. I think there. I think the problem is Carson Palmer is going to struggle against Seattle, who we're going to get to in a second. But do, are, do you think are they better than their seven and eight and one record last year in your minds?
0: I do. I absolutely think so.
1: Okay.
2: I I, I also agree with that. I, I have them penciled in as a better team than that. And what we can go through when we can do the over unders. But um, yeah. I think they could surprise a lot of people.
0: I think so. Yeah, it's not, not bad at all. I think they, they get close, and we'll get to the, the wild cards for that. But sounds like we all safely have Seattle at the uh, top spot. And I believe just running through these, I think they have the highest over under in terms of NFC teams uh, at 10.5. We'll get to that in a little bit. But yeah, I think Seattle Packers have a nice. Above them. What was that? Packers aren't above them uh let's run let's
1: I don't, I don't think I, I think because of the division yeah, they are Packers are I ten I was say the division for Seattle probably drops them below yeah
0: yeah yeah Packers are at ten Seattle's at ten and a half. I think Seattle have a nice year. they definitely have a lot of excitement around the team the defense as always looks pretty sharp. I was gonna mention when you were pretty talking about sharp, the Chargers
1: sharp. they added Sheldon Richardson, oh my God yeah i'm t- I'd be terrified to go to Seattle and have yeah. to that defense
0: uh well we'll get to experience that once again in uh in a couple weeks but uh, i think
2: that uh i think the sea i mean the seahawks are no doubt going to be good and i certainly have them penciled in for number one in this division the one thing i'm worried about is their offensive line the oh yeah pro- that's true focus yeah. graded their o-line as the worst o-line in the nf in the nfl and honestly i mean if you watch them play if you watch them last year it it did look like that at times and really you know we still live in a place where where battles are won and lost in the trenches, and I seriously think that it's it's really, really tough to be an eleven or twelve minute win team when your offensive line is just not is not getting the job done
1: right yeah. and, and if they have to go play anywhere on the week one by the way, great test, they go right to Green Bay so that we're going to find out pretty quick um how they're going to stack up, and Russell Wilson better be ready to keep running for his life. I mean they traded for Matt Tobin of the Eagles, who's not even that good, so mm-hmm. uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, running through the over unders, we'll start with Seattle at, at 10 and a half. Do you think they get to 11 wins, or, or how do you guys feel about that? I think they're 10 and six. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think 10 and six is a safe number. They could bump up to 11, but I think 10 and six is the safe bet for them.
1: I, I've got them 11, maybe even 12 wins. I think they have the best defense in football. Earl Thomas is back from injury. Um, you add Sheldon Richardson up front. I think the defense alone is going to win them nine games. I think Russell Wilson is good enough to get two more. I've got them easily over 10, and I think they're um, – they do not I don't think they're going to win, by the way, but I think they're the best mm-hmm. regular season team in the NFC.
0: Okay. okay. I, I could see that. Yeah. Um, let's look at then the Arizona Cardinals, who I think this is a pretty easy one, eight and a half. I have them at nine and seven. Yep. I have them right at nine and seven.
1: Yeah. I have them. Oh, I have them over too, and I think they're they're gonna be like maybe once in a while, late in the season, kind of nipping at Seattle's heels. Possibly, um, they actually I played in the last. They play in the last week of the season, but I think it, the division will be wrapped up before then. But um, they've got a lot of winnable games too. They play the Jaguars, the Rams. Um, you know, so they're gonna have some games they can they can clean up on at some point in the season, which is
0: great. Yep. Yeah, that, that's a nice that's a nice point. We brought it up when we were talking about the AFC South. The fact that. The NFC West gets to play them is definitely a huge advantage at their part, um, and and I think that could inflate some of the wins. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely, uh, definitely going to be a nice little season for for them.
2: Yep, I totally agree with that. I think I, I think that that's right where they come in. And then we we yeah. talked about the Rams. I think Jordy, you had them at five, same as me, and then I had the 49ers at four. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: so. Bad.
0: Yeah, L.A. is actually – yeah, we said five and a half. We have them under, and then in San Francisco is five on the dot. Uh, and it sounds like we're both taking – We're all three of us are taking the under, rather. But well, let's move
2: – right? Matt, Matt, you stuck with five wins for
0: – You pushing?
1: Well, for the 49ers, yeah, I pushed them, and I think they're going to get to five uh, wins. Okay. I think the Rams are going to be worse.
0: All right, so let's move on to the south. I think this is the, one of the most intriguing divisions in football. Um, it's going to be, I think, a really fun race to watch. Um, Matt, we're going to kick it to you. Who do you got in fourth place here? So my
1: fourth place team, I think is probably going to surprise some people. Um, I'm going to stay with the Carolina Panthers. I think this is one, I think this is the deepest division in football, top to bottom. Yeah, and I, I agree. The best quarterbacks in all, in all of football in terms of how many they've got. I don't like, I think Cam Newton's health is, is still worrying me. And they've had a lot of injury concerns. I think they're uber talented, though. I just, I like, I like a team that I think you guys are going to pick fourth to do, to make some noise. I, uh, I don't, I don't know what the Panthers, I, I think they've got some work to do there, um, kind of underachieving.
0: Yeah. Alan, how about you?
2: Yeah. So I actually, I, I've kind of tossed and turned on this one. I, 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 again, I like all the teams in this division. I think, I think who you thought I was going to pick fourth is, is is not who I have. I actually have the Saints penciled in fourth here. Saints really just have. I mean, we all think about the statistical dominance of the Saints, but their actual record in the past couple of years just hasn't been playoff caliber. So realistically, you know, in such a competitive division, we anticipate some teams taking the next step. Um, you know, I just, I just don't think the Saints the Saints ends up. You know, I, they they could still end up with a seven and nine record and end up last in this division.
0: I absolutely agree, and that's actually where I would take the Saints seven and nine and in fourth place. Um, you're absolutely right. The statistics, at least on that offensive side are always, always great. And, and Drew Brees makes it seem very easy breezy in the Superdome, but I, I just don't see them being a step above any of the other three teams in the division. I do actually have Carolina third, Matt, so we're not too far away there. Um, I think, yeah, the health of Cam Newton and, and, and everything is, is certainly a concern. Be interesting to see how Christian McCaffrey fits in and, and how he looks in, in live, you know, regular season snaps rather than just the preseason. But I think uh Carolina, for me at least, it, it'll be a close race. I think, you know, they'll probably be right around eight and eight. Maybe, maybe seven and nine. But uh yeah, I think they're a third place team for me.
1: Well, I gotta say, I I I wasn't gonna spoil it too quick. This is my my biggest jump, this first of this division hasn't had a repeat winner in, in like a number of years. We're going yeah, on it's a like long time. Years. Right. Um, I actually have the Saints winning the whole division. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, okay. I, I don't like Carolina. We talked about that. I don't dislike the other two teams, although I think and we'll get to the the Falcons and the Bucks here. But Drew Brees is arguably a top five, if not a top three quarterback still in this league. We forget how good he's been. Because of how Tom Brady has won Super Bowls and he's fantastically good. They signed Adrian Peterson. I don't know why people, not only on you two, but I don't know why people forget about how good he was before he was suspended and then kind of injured. Um, I really like this team. I like what they've done on defense. I like their offense a ton. I think they're going to sneak and surprise people, and Drew Brees is going to lead them to a division title this year. Uh, I like it. They're going to have some tough games. Don't get me wrong. They start the season against the Vikings at Minnesota. That's going to show a lot about the offense. But boy, I I really like Drew Brees. I guess that's why. Listen, I'm I mean,
2: Drew, Drew Brees. I, I agree. I also like him. We talked about this. Drew Brees has led the uh, NFL in passing four out of the past five years. However, their record four out of the past five years has also been seven and nine. So I just don't see yeah. a correlation with with those with that with that. Yeah.
1: No, I look, I get it. I, I guess I just like enough of the jump that their defense is going to take with a few additions, uh, Marcus Lattimore being one. Um, and I've also, I really like – the guy that I wanted the Eagles to get was uh, Alvin Kamara, yeah. a rookie out of Tennessee. I really like
0: yeah, him. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. I uh, And they added Ted Ginn. I want you to watch him as a player to kind of open that up a little bit more. It could be
0: really the, good for them.
1: And not have the ball demands that a Brandon Cooks had when he was there.
0: So, yeah, uh, absolutely. I agree. It's actually – this is very,
2: very interesting. I don't want to spoil anything, but Matt, your fourth place finisher, of Carolina is who I have in first. So that, that okay. really speaks to the parody of this division. I was going to say, again, yeah. I
1: can totally see them winning the division because of how talented they are, right? But
2: that's great. I mean, that's yeah. that. That's what makes the NFL great. You know, we we, we swapped fourth and first in this division. Right. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah.
0: So kind of on that same note, the Falcons that one year when they got close to – Close to win, winning the the NFC the next year when when Carolina won their first when Cam Newton won their first division title the Falcons finished nearly dead last in the NFL this division always has been sort of that topsy turvy spin cycle you hear about it sometimes of the worst to first that we've seen in the NFC East but this division has definitely spun more much more so in terms of who's been who's been where in terms of placement.
2: Yeah. And, and speaking of the Falcons, I mean, I think, you know, this is going to be the season where we see if this Falcon season was more like the Baltimore Ravens season, the time they won that Super Bowl, or more like a consistent championship team where you can see Matt Ryan kind of keeping his play elevated at that point because prior to last year, Matt Ryan was, you know, almost like a Joe Flacco quarterback. You know, I I would say he's a little bit better than Joe Flacco objectively, but you know, Joe Flacco had that one season. Matt Ryan's now had that one season. I I don't necessarily know if we're going to see the continuity.
0: Yeah. I I think he still does decently well um i think that de- I, it worries me a little bit with atlanta i have them and in, in, I'll, I'll spoil mine now i have them in second uh i, I think it's just uh, there's something off that i th- i think there i think there's gonna be a little bit of a super bowl hangover uh, knocking on the door of the playoffs but i i think you know it, it, atlanta does take a small step back
1: i mean every every play that kyle shanahan called last year seemed to work I actually think their offense takes a step back while their defense takes a step forward. Um, okay. Julio Jones, while he may be the most talented wide receiver in the NFL, still is super injury prone. Yep. Uh, I'm concerned about the offense. They, they feel a lot like the Panthers last year. They come in just coming off a Super Bowl loss. Everyone expects the same thing, and yet they're going to take a step back. But a lot of that's because of the division. Uh, they just can't be as efficient and good as they were last year. And Kyle Shanahan, by the way, isn't there anymore. He's the coach of the 49ers. I think that hurts him as well. And and the
2: schedule that you have to play being an amazing team. You know, next year they give you a harder schedule. You play tougher teams. It's right. hard to live up to. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I also have the Falcons in second um, just to, uh, you know, I, I think they are on the cusp of the playoffs, like you guys have been saying.
1: Mm-hmm. And they're, yeah. they're still a super dangerous team because anytime you line up Julio Jones on the outside, I mean, good luck. <laughs>
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I, and I think, uh, yeah, their offense will definitely still be there. I think, I think you're absolutely right. It takes a step back. I don't know if their defense takes that step forward though. It just something's a little bit off for me.
1: Gotcha. Well, remember they, they do bring back uh, True Font, the great corner for them. But I'm sure. with you. I mean, that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, now, so where do you guys? And that's interesting. Where do you guys have the Buccaneers then, Jordy? I, I think me and Alan have the Bucks. Alan, do you
2: have the Bucks in third? I have the Bucks in third. That's correct. So do I, Jordy. I have them winning. Not have really. Okay, that listen again. That's why. Right. You why
1: know, he watches a little Hard Knocks. He gets caught up with the hype. We understand, Jordy. It's not a big deal.
0: So I actually, I've actually missed Hard Knocks this year. I've seen <laughs> bits and pieces. I just think they made so many great additions around around uh Jameis Winston. I think he makes that next step. I think some of the pieces that they add to kind of give Mike Evans a little bit of 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 diversity around him adding to Sean Jackson. And this was a point you made Matt when the Eagles cut him, he gives that deep threat consistently. And I think that'll give enough teams enough of a, of a step back to open it up for, you know, for a few of their, for a few of their receivers, they have a great tight end core that defenses it will still will be. It'll, it won't be the best in the division. I don't think it'll still be pretty good but I think that offense is enough to elevate them just ahead of Atlanta for the, for the crown.
1: Mm, mm. Alan, why don't – and I guess I guess I will see if we have the same reasons here. Why don't you like them as much as Jordy does? I mean, they're still young. James Winston tossed a lot of interceptions. Their
2: running game True. is not entirely worked out. Yeah, I think Jeremy and McNichols was cut. Everyone thought that he might be the guy to come in and kind of <laughs> take over after Doug Martin. Um, so it's, you know, clear they don't have that entirely worked out. I just, I just don't think that the team's going to put it all together in one year, like everyone thinks, you know, granted, I think they're going to be very competitive in a competitive division, but to take over experienced teams like the Falcons and Panthers who have both been to the Super Bowl in the past two years, um, makes this a pretty difficult proposition.
1: Yeah. I mean, their kicking can't be any worse than it was last year. I can tell you that much. They're going to be a little better. Um, yeah, I'm with you, the interceptions and Jameis needs to cut those down. And normally you do that by running the ball more efficiently. Oh, by the way, Doug Martin suspended for the first three games of the season kind of thing, Yeah, which I think is going to cause. So I'm definitely with you there. And um, I do like a lot of their players, but it's hard to overtake three teams with great quarterbacks as well that Jameis has got to live up to how good the other three have been in their careers.
0: That's very true. Yeah, it could easily go topsy-turvy. On my, on my pick. Uh, but like you guys have been saying, that's what makes the NFL fun. It's what makes this division a ton of fun. Let's run through the over-unders. We'll start with... Let's start with Atlanta. They're at nine and a half. I think this is a really interesting one. What do you guys have?
2: Oh, man. that's If, if I would not bet on this one, I really think they're going to get nine oh. or ten wins. I, I you know If I could abstain from betting on on any of those this would be the one that i would pick because i think they're going to be right there at the 9 10 cusp
0: yeah i
1: i'm go ahead jordy
0: i was gonna say i think they're just under i think they're at nine and seven and i think they get edged out by tampa bay at nine and seven but with you know head-to-head wins and whatnot
1: yeah i get you there i i think i like nine so i guess technically i've got to take the under that's kind of where i would go with that they uh I think it's a good line there, that nine that nine, that nine wins.
0: Yeah, it's definitely the one. If, if looking at any of these, I think aside from, hilariously, San Francisco, they're, they're ones that we haven't easily been able to hammer under or over. Um, it's funny. That would easily be the one to sustain from. We'll look at my top pick, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, eight and a half. I'm going to go over there, like I just said, nine and seven. What do you guys have?
2: Uh, so I have I have right under. I think they're going to be eight and eight. Okay
1: I, I like I like eight and eight, seven and nine. Um, so I, I would take the under as well.
0: Yeah. all right, New Orleans is eight flat. Um, I'm gonna take just under at seven and nine.
2: I also agree. I got New Orleans at seven and nine right there.
1: Obviously, if I've got them winning the division, I've gotta be over. <laughs> no. So I do have them over. I do. I, I think the division winner here is gonna be nine and seven, ten and six. So I think they win the division at at, at say a nine and seven.
0: Okay. So for you, I'm going to guess you're under the eight-and-a-half line for Carolina then, Matt.
1: I am. Um, I think they're going to be around six wins. I think there's a lot of oh. personnel. I just think there's a lot of dysfunction. Um, I think they're going to basically finish where they finished last year and have another high draft pick. And I'm not even sure where they're going to want to go with it, to be honest. So we'll see. I
0: okay. mean, on- I have them. I'm going to have them at seven and nine. Uh, so I'm also going to take the under. But, uh, yeah, I'm a little, little – more bullish there, but under definitely. So
2: I I, I take the over. I think they're actually going to get to ten wins. I think that you know they're playing a last place schedule, which can't you know that that can't be understated. You know they last year they were playing a first place schedule coming off that very successful year, and I, I think the talent is also there. They just couldn't quite put everything together last year. I think that that that's the, the, they're there for them this year. I think the addition of McCaffrey pushes them over the edge, um, and gives them that extra uh, weapon, and I think they go ten and six.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's cool. That's All right. Well, moving on to the north, we come to a division that I think brings in a lot of question marks. I would say for a number of these teams, Alan, we'll kick it to you. Who do you got in fourth? And I think it's a pretty easy pick. But yeah, you got the
2: Chicago Bears. You know, they have, they have stuff in the, they yeah. have stuff in place for the future. I think Trubisky's looked good in preseason. I didn't like totally love him coming out of college, but you know, I, I can see why they took him. Um, and if he ends up working out, then everyone's going to forget about how stupid their draft pick trade was. So <laughs>
0: yeah, right. <laughs> you know, but
2: but you know, they're not going to overtake these more experienced teams in the division with with quarterbacks that are that are more uh, known quantities. Although Bradford, you could question whether he's unknown. known. Uh, no. Quant- was
1: there was there a more surprising trade in the NFL when he got traded? Uh, when when they when the Bears traded when they up? Traded up.
0: Yeah. I was there at the first round of the draft, and it was literally just a collective of however many tens of maybe hundreds of thousands of people. Oh yeah, that got announced. I mean, holy shit! And you didn't even need to make the trade. I mean, this has been covered more times than not. But I agree. I think that offense. I think is just abysmal. And I think it's a pretty simple fourth place finish for Chicago.
1: It's smart. I, I think they're doing it. I don't care how good you think Trubisky can be with their lack of weapons. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna hope Kevin White can finally be a football player. What um, they lost, Cameron Meredith. Why even start the kid and? and the punishment he's going to take doesn't make any sense to me. So hopefully they're smart there.
0: Yeah. It's almost like the Jared Goff argument pre him starting of, of what do you want to do with his team? Um, You know, I I feel like if you throw him in almost like a middle reliever game six or seven, that might be some time for him to catch up a bit. Um, But no, I mean, it'll be an interesting season for Chicago, but definitely not a good season in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I think this is an interesting next couple of picks. Who do you guys have, uh, you know, down at the uh, the next the next spot there? Who do you have a third in this division?
2: So I've got I've got the Detroit Lions uh, penciled in a third for me. I, I think yeah, that yeah, I'm last in the year,
0: same
1: boat.
2: All of those fourth quarter comebacks. I mean, you cannot count on that to be repeated. The, the Lions could have easily been a four or five win team last year if 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 you know they had had as bad luck as they had good luck. And you know, I just I think that a lot came together for them. I don't think they really improved in terms of their overall talent level. So I just definitely see them as a solid third in this division.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. They've been in this position of volatility where they've either had a lot of incredibly unlucky streaks. I think it was 2013. You saw that uh, where they blew that big division lead where Chicago and Green Bay ended up being the two competing for it in week 17 um, to last year where you had the fourth quarter comebacks and and it's just hard to sustain volatility. That's, you know, two completely opposite words that, you know, and I, I just don't think that their defense is nearly to the caliber of the, the other two teams in the division that offense may be able to put something together, but you know, defense does win you championships and it does you know get you into the playoffs with division. So I think Detroit third, their record is another story, but definitely third for me.
1: Yeah. I, I, I will go chalk here. I'm with you too. I like Allen's play. What did they do? What did they add? They didn't – I mean, they're getting a couple guys back from injury. Amir Abdullah, does he scare you? Not really. No. Yeah. I do like Theo Riddick a lot, though, I think, at running back. But, um, yeah, they, they've they got a lot of questions. And Taylor Decker, their excellent rookie last year, he's hurt to start the season. So, yeah, your guys are right. They can't sustain those fourth-quarter comebacks. Um, but, hey, good for you guys. You paid Matthew Stafford uh, to be the most highest-paid exp- quarterback in the league. So that that looks – I don't know. We'll see. But
0: um. yeah, I mean, with that, you know, it's kind of just how everything's been going in terms of the way of the quarterback you know, market, if you want to call it a bubble. Sure. Um, but kind of just the way and it's the same thing with free agency every year and not to jump into a completely different sport. But it depends on you know, TV money, same thing with the NBA. And you, you've seen that with with deals going up and down you know, the NFL is going to consistently bring in numbers. And that's kind of where, where free agency is. So I don't necessarily hate that deal. But he's, you know, it's it's certainly not enough to propel you into second or third, or yeah. let alone the playoffs.
1: I'm assuming our our next pick is all the same, though. Is that right?
0: Yeah, maybe. Minnesota.
1: Yeah. What do you got? I mean, I, I Minnesota's like kind of a. do they kind of luck their way into second place in the division? I don't know. I would I, say
2: so. I mean, they, they started off five and zero last year with Bradford coming in. You know, maybe that was luck. But then I think they got a little unlucky down this stretch. So they have a good defense, good foundation. Um, you know, their running game might be much improved this year. Um their receivers are going to take some progression. I like Thielen and Diggs. You know, I, I actually think yeah. that they're going to take some steps forward. Yeah. But Zach Rudolph's um or Kyle Rudolph, excuse me, is a um is a very reliable tight end. You know, I, I could see them, you know, sneaking
0: anywhere from seven and nine
2: to nine and seven.
0: I could see that. Yeah. I, I feel like mm, we'll get to numbers in a minute. But yeah, I feel like they're floating right right in that five hundred range. I might go eight and eight and set it. Uh but yeah, I just don't think I think their offense has, has some talent, and I, I like their defense a lot, but I don't think it's enough to overtake some of the teams that we've mentioned in terms of record, and it's certainly not enough to overtake the Packers.
1: I just never trust any team that's quarterbacked by Sam Bradford. I still like him in second, um, but I don't, I don't think you know they, they've got to figure something out there. Although I, I'm with you. I like their wide receiver core, Alan, Adam uh, – sorry, Alan. I like Adam Thielen a lot as well, and D- Dalvin Cook's there too, and he's going to give them a little bit of a pop. That running back. So I, I like the team, but I, I don't like Sam Bradford. I guess that's where i go with that.
0: <laughs> Before we get to Green Bay, I'd like to inform everybody that a couple years ago, Matt drafted most of the Eagles offense, including Sam Bradford, in the uh, supposed Chip Kelly Super Bowl run that turned out to being just a terrible, terrible bust. What it be known. But you know, lesson learned. You don't like Sam Bradford, and we're glad we're on that page.
1: You can say whatever you like as the two time league champion of the Philadelphia Fantasy League, soon to be league champion of the Philly Dynasty (laughs) League. Uh, You know, I want to point out, and the league champion of the Vince Lombardi Memorial Football League with Papa D himself. You know, you guys can talk about all you want, about all the guys I have and have not drafted, but show me some rings, baby. All right, then we can talk.
0: (laughs) I could show you my 2010 fantasy ring. You know, I mean, it still counts.
1: You're right, it does. But I can also tell you about rings. Do you think Aaron Rodgers wants another one this year? He seems, uh, with that stash, he seems pretty fired up.
2: You know, he's going to have to do a lot though. Their defense is, while good, is not necessarily going to, you know, make sure that the team does well. They they might have to put up a lot of offense.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. I think that offense is poised to be great, um, but they'll have to play some catch up. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how they play. I mean, as usual, they have that first place schedule um, in their, you know, in their grasps Um, and, you know, week one, like we were talking about with Seattle, I think it's a big show me game for them as well. Seeing how this, you know, good offense can play against a good defense. You know, they get, they get the home field at Lambeau, but then they have to go right to Atlanta the next week. Um, you know, then you get a a little bit of an easier schedule to home games against Cincinnati and Chicago, but then right back to it, you're on the road in Dallas on the road at Minnesota. So we'll see pretty early how well this team can play. And, uh, See if that defense can can hold up.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think um, a great opening test there for them. Watch out for a guy, Randall Cobb, who kind of fell off the face of the earth yeah. for a little bit.
0: Yeah, that guy he is. can
1: play right. So uh, this offense could be historically good, although they're not going to run the ball lick. But um, you know they could be historically good, and I'm I'm pretty excited for for them in Week One against that great Seattle defense. Although I think. Offenses take a little longer to gel than defenses. So if they lose to start the year, I, I don't think that's a end-of-the-world scenario for Green Bay.
0: Would you say it's time to R-E-L-A-X?
1: Always <laughs> when you have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Come on. I mean, he's got to be 1B one, one B if Tom Brady's 1A right now in the NFL.
0: Uh, yeah, so, I would put them on the same footing. Yeah, I absolutely would as well. So going into the over-unders, I'd like to point out, and this makes it actually a really interesting play – we mentioned that it was 10 before they get a week eight bye. So in their last nine weeks, they have six away games, including in Pittsburgh and at Par- and at Carolina, Carolina, what the fuck am I saying? Granted two of the games are in Chicago and Cleveland. So those are our wins, but where do you guys have them with the ten? The 10 flat I got on them the right over that. I got them hitting 11 wins. Yeah, I could see 11. I feel like 12 is a bit of a stretch.
1: I, I love consistency in the NFL, and Aaron Rodgers is consistently one of the best. I've got him twelve. I got him twelve to thirteen wins. I think they might even lose this game against Seattle to start the year. That I, I love the Packers this year, and I think they're. I mean, uh, I think they're the biggest threat to the Patriots because of the guy throwing the football. That's how good I think he is.
0: We'll get to that in a second. Um, definitely not a not a bad play. I I just think eleven wins. It's not their ceiling. They could certainly break through and and really go off. We'll see. Week one will definitely show us that.
1: No, I'm with you there. Where do you guys have
0: the Vikings coming in at? Jordy, what's their expected wins? Over under is eight and a half. I have them just under eight wins. Yeah, I'd I'd put them right at eight and eight. Yeah, I'm there
1: too. I think that's a great – I think we all can agree. 500 is a typical Sam Bradford team at 500. So, I'm really on the
0: back Bradford train. Detroit Lions will be – Eight flat. What do you guys have there? I got them just under at seven and nine.
2: I got them. I got them at six and ten. Actually. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I'm definitely on the under
0: there.
1: Yeah, I like I like under. I like pushing towards that six and ten record as well that Allen has. I think it's a good spot.
0: Yeah. Chicago Bears five and a half. I'm gonna go under.
2: Hard under. I'm I'm at three on them. Three and
1: thirteen. Yeah, I, I think they're easily first to second. I think they're second to, second to third pick in the draft, even though they won't get it. Uh, second to third pick.
0: Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> that a, um, a rough place to be for them. But moving over to our darling NFC East, it's going to be a real fight, I think, in terms of the four teams. Um, maybe close to the competitiveness of the South. I don't think it's quite there. Because um, I, I feel like the three of us safely have the same team in fourth. Uh, maybe not. I got Maybe a pretty not. hot take. Okay, I, uh, what's your hot take? Okay, I actually um, will put
2: we'll put it down as Dallas Cowboys coming in fourth in this division this year. Oh, I'm serious. I'm serious. You heard, heard it here right now. Pull their schedule up for me. Pull, all right, I'll pull it up. But, pull their schedule up for me. Giants, right. Broncos, Cardinals, Rams, Packers is the first four games. They have additional games. Have additional games oh, my the Chiefs, God. Falcons, Chargers, Giants, again, Raiders, Seahawks, how are they going to get 10 wins out of this? I don't see yeah. it. I just don't see it happening, especially if, if Elliott's suspended for six games. Prescott, people have figured him out. You know, he was a third-round pick for a reason. I think, I think he's going to be good, um, you know, but I don't think he's going to be as good as last year, especially when he's asked to do more. This defense still has tremendous holes. People could toss the ball over on the Cowboys last year. I, I honestly think tons of people are penciling the Cowboys
0: in for first. I have them for last in this division. So I don't have them for first. Uh, but I love I love the take. I agree. I think with that with that Elliott six game suspension, even with a bye week in there, it's tough to see them coming out of it. I feel like they come out maybe at, at highest four and two, probably three and three. Uh, but yeah, I think then then the uh the run through it, because you get of the six games, you only lose three at home. Uh, but yeah, they they really are gonna gonna have a a run to um, figure out what what to go with. And and I agree with you. I think their line, I think it stayed mostly intact. But I, I can't see Dak having another year just like just like he did last year. I mean, a real big rookie, you know, great rookie season for him. But
1: why did everybody? That's I, I what I. I'm with you, Alan. And I think George Johnson. But I'm I. Why did everybody just? Everyone Dak Dak's great. He's elite all of a sudden after one year. I could not agree with you guys more. You give yeah. NFL defensive coordinators an offseason to look at film. Yeah, I remember the, the game that they lost to the Giants. I don't remember which one it was, but he, he was so under pressure and duress he threw the ball like 15 times to Des Bryant, who caught two of them. Which and one? The
0: second. the second loss?
1: Yeah. I think it was the second loss. Yeah. Because the I first think- loss they
0: all they got close to winning, and that was just a fucked up time.
1: Right. Uh, clock. All I could think about, though, I, I don't think he's the worst quarterback in the league. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But to simply annoy a guy, the offensive line will be great again. I I can't I I can't not I can't deny that. But the uh, the suspension, the total just demolished. This defense has got really de- doesn't have anybody yeah. on defense.
0: Yeah, their defense isn't that good.
1: Right. I'm I'm with you, Alan. I don't think they'll be last, but I I think they're I've got them in at third. So. Okay. I definitely would agree, though. People just jumped right on the Dak bandwagon and put him up way
2: too head. quickly. I mean, I got to oh, yeah. see another year of this. Maybe I'm wrong, but honestly, I, I see, look at that schedule. I think if they come out of the first six games, you know, two and four, I just don't see them. They don't have Rodgers to run the table like the Packers did, you know? That's or very I true. Just, yeah. I, I mean, just kind of see them limping down the rest of the way.
1: Right. You're right. Their schedule, you're, it's brutal. I mean, it's brutal yeah. schedule, and they end the season at Giants, at Raiders, Seahawks, and then Seahawks. At Eagles. Like I mean yeah. oh my Oof. God. They they could come into December thinking they've got a playoff wrapped up and lose all four of those games easily.
0: Yeah. So that's that's very true. I uh I had them in second and we'll get to, to why I have I have uh, and I'm at I want to think you have them as well the Redskins at fourth um I think Kirk Cousins has a decent ear. I'm not entirely sure where everything goes in terms of their offense. They still have a pretty nice receiving core very young uh, with the Duke product in uh, Jamison Crowder and uh, Josh Doxson being the the, the two guys now. Um, Terrell, Pryor, Terrell Pryor. Yeah, Terrell Pryor, you're right. Terrell Pryor is added there too. Um, Jordan yeah, Reed de- is yeah. at least healthy right now. Yeah, he's healthy now. That's yeah, that's yeah. the big thing.
1: Yeah. After and suffering fires in the face, either that's also good. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I think I, it's, I think it's. It, it'll be, it, a, it'll, be a, it'll be a. An interesting, an run, interesting for run for them. They, they fourth place and. So they have an easier schedule. But I I, I don't really see I, them elevating beyond there beyond there.
1: They why do I'm the same way that I am with Dak? Do you I mean maybe you guys have a different take? I know he's a Redskin, but I'm not a Kirk Cousins guy at all. I, I don't like, not really their not their like either. Him. Either. I don't think he's that great of a quarterback. I don't think their offense is that good. I don't think their defense is that good. I'm not sure where all this love for Kirk comes from.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I put up respect some respect for years, years. but. But
1: yeah, I, I, I mean, I stats, think, stats I are great. I, I'm with you. I mean, no, he's got 4,000 rece- – he's thrown 4,000 yards a couple of times, you know, but do you think he's that good? I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I'm, I'm, if I'm them, I'm glad they didn't pay him. If I'm a Redskin fan, I'm glad you didn't pay him. Yeah,
2: I think he's, yeah, I I think he's th- third in this division. Third in this division.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah,
0: yeah there's, there's definitely a reason, why, a reason, reason why, why they, they keep asking to him himself. to pay on himself.
1: No. Right. Now, I guess. I guess we have Allen's fourth. We've got our fourth. Um, my third's the Cowboys. You've got them second, Jordy. Why don't Alan? If you've got the Cowboys last, where do you have? Who's that next team on the list? Who's that third? So the,
2: team? Re, the, Redskins the Redskins are in Redskins. third for
1: me. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So then, do you yeah. now? Okay, now. So now we've got to figure out where everyone's gone here. Then. So, Jordy, I guess if you got the Cowboys second, who do you have third?
0: You guys are gonna hate, guys are gonna hate me.
1: You can pick them. It's Eagles all right. Third. Third. I have the Eagles third. Oh my third. God, you're killing me. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're going to hate me. me. I So, I, so. for me, for me I'm going to spoil my playoff, spoil teams. My playoff I teams. teams. I have the I have Eagles and Cowboys all Cowboys making the, all playoffs. It the playoffs. I think the okay. Giants, Giants win the division. Win the division. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler if alert. If I haven't, figured, I haven't it if figured it out. I think the Cowboys, think and, the the Cowboys and the Eagles split, split their two games. They finish 9 7. Uh I, think uh I think in terms of in terms of I forget you know, how the tiebreaker exactly, work, exactly but work, but I think, the, but I think Eagles the Eagles just get just get you nearly know, edged out and get the sixth seed. I think I think I'm very optimistic, I'm very optimistic on this. Optimistic year. On this year. Um, um I, think I think week one week at the Redskins, at the Redskins, should, Redskins be should be a win. Week two at Kansas it's City, I'm a little it's nervous it's about. about I remember four, I remember years, four ago, years ago that matchup with the Chiefs was a little dicey. Dicey uh, week three uh, home opener against the, the, Giants, against will the Giants, Giants will be fun to watch. I think. I that think that could win. Be could a be loss. a close loss. I think. Just like with, the, just with, just the, like Cowboys, with the Cowboys, you split, split it. Split it. But the post bye week kind of it gives me a little bit of pause. You have at Cowboys, at Seahawks, at the Rams could be a trap game because you go back to New York. Oakland will be a fun game. I think like we talked about that could be a win. And then it comes down to that week seventeen game against the Cowboys. I think they pull it out to go nine and seven, but I think ultimately the Cowboys get that little higher bit of an edge. Yeah, give me your take on the Eagles. I think Matt muted himself. Okay. Uh, so my, my, so take, on my Eagles, take on the Eagles, I think that uh, they're they're probably they're gonna be probably gonna be
2: second here. Second here. Um whether that's good or not. That's
0: good enough. I would like to see. It. I, you know, I can, I all I can the, same all the same first. Yeah, and, that, and, that, and Matt, are you still there? And, oh,
1: I'm back, guys. Sorry about that. I just a little technical glitch here. I I don't have winning the division. I've got the Giants, but I can tell you I like a lot of the ways the Eagles are going. Um I think their defense is gonna be better than people think. I, I'm not I don't actually love their wide receiver core as much as a lot of people do. Um, but I actually really like the defense for the birds this year. I mean, other than they're, they're kind of thin at linebacker, everything else is coming together. And we know that we're going to get Sidney Jones come next yeah. year as well. Yeah. So the defense to me is looking way up. Um, and I think Carson Wentz needs to show us, is he an Andy Dalton or is he, uh, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is the right term, but is he an Aaron Rodgers? If that kind of makes sense. so I think that's a big deal for me. Um, big deal for me there. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but I love him. I've got him pretty safe in second, and I think their trajectory is the best in the division moving forward.
0: Yeah, I I, I, absolutely, I, I absolutely agree there. Agree I'm there. very I'm bullish, very on, their bullish on their defense in the defense future. In the future. Uh, they've made a uh, lot, lot, made great a lot of great, great. quarterbacks, so you could definitely see the uh, the run going forward, and in terms of that upward uh, propel themselves forward, if you will. Uh, I I just think. It comes just short of a division title, but I think you see Carson Wentz's first playoff appearance for this season.
2: Yeah, you know what? I, I think that I'd much rather be the Eagles than the Giants right now. Um, even though I think the Giants will win this division, um, just because you know they have Eli Manning, he's old. They don't really have a ton going on behind him. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul also, you know, kind of not not like a spring chicken. I, you know, I really like the Eagles' direction. I think the Eagles and Cowboys will likely kind of battle it off for this division in the coming years. Um, but I don't think the Eagles will Eagles quite will take, take that, that, that double next step.
1: Yeah, with you guys, I think it's a great spot there, Alan. I mean, what do they have after Eli? He's old. The offensive line's going to struggle. You love their skill position and their defense, but how long is that really going to last? I think they win the division this year, but I think it could be the last year or two that happens.
0: Yeah, I so I have the Giants taking it, and and I think that receiving core does come together. The run game is a big question for me. I really like their defense a lot. I think that, like we were just talking about with the Cowboys, I think that gives them a huge edge week one, even if OBJ doesn't play. Uh, and and I think with the the schedule they got, and you know the, I don't want to say the tricks they can pull out, but. The way that the Giants can play, they made the playoffs last year in that sort of backdoor six seed. Um, You know, we could see them doing pretty well and I, and I think they made a lot of good additions. They've gotten a lot out of, out of their players and you know, you know, watch out. I mean, I think that wide receiving court could be dangerous. Yeah. I, I
2: 100% agree with that. I'm, you know, I think like, especially when you have the interdivisional battles, like we're coming up with the giants and Cowboys, you kind of got to pick a team to root for, um, you know, and, and in this early going, I think, you know, I'd rather see the Cowboys lose kind of see if we can knock them out of the divisional race. And then, uh, and then we could deal with the giants later on.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I, and I, you know, kind of giving myself, you know, taking my, my picks back or I'm still probably going to keep Cowboys second, but, um, you know, it, it would be nice to see that knock them out right away and not have to worry about them down the line. I mean, the big thing the Giants have going for them is that they do have a ton of home games going down the stretch. Um, the one you do have to worry about is at Oakland,, um, even at Washington in uh, the week of Thanksgiving. You know, you have to, you you do have to watch out and see if that'll be trap game. But uh, it, it, seeing those three home games, especially against the division, you know, this is 10 years ago, but the Eagles had three on the road and, and still somehow came out of it. But the three home games in the division at home in December is definitely a uh, for you in divisional play.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you guys, uh, uh, Jordan, you mentioned you've got uh, three NFC teams in the playoffs. Is that right? I do indeed. All right, Alan, who are your two wild cards then if uh, uh, you go in that same way or are you going a different direction?
2: Yeah, you know, I'm going to go with the uh, the Falcons and the Eagles. Uh, I, I think the Falcons will take the first wild card spot, and I'm really hoping that the Eagles sneak in. They're in the sixth wild card spot. And I think that that's not, that's not unrealistic. Um, you know, I think if I'm wrong about the Eagles, then it's possible the uh, the Cardinals, I think the Cardinals will be the first team out. Um, I agree with that. But, but could potentially sneak into one of those wild card spots.
1: Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with you there as well, Alan. I am going to go Eagles, but I I like the uh, I like I like the team out of the NFC uh, South to come out, and I, and I'm with you I think the Falcons get back in again.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that happening. Um, yeah, I mean, I have my three NFC East teams. I think this is a it's a good division. I think a very competitive NFC South kind of keeps that second place team out. But like we're talking about, that was that's what makes all this a lot of fun. Let's quickly run through the NFC East over-unders because I'd love to get your guys' thoughts oh, on that. Cowboys, yeah. oh, nine and a half. I mentioned I have them under at nine wins. What about you guys? I think, I think you know where I stand. On <laughs> <this one.
1: laughs> yeah, I'm with you too, Alan. I'm, I'm definitely under nine too. Big regression.
0: Yeah. All right. Then uh, the New York Giants at nine wins. I'm going under here. What about? Or, no, I'm going over here. Excuse me. I have them winning. Uh, what about you guys? I think, I think they're going to grab 10 wins. I, um,
2: you know, maybe nine, but honestly, if, if it's over nine, even then I would just go 10.
1: Yeah. I'm go I'm, I'm with well. you guys too. I'm, I'm over for the nine wins.
0: All right. Then the Philadelphia Eagles at eight, I'm going over nine wins. Yep. I think they're going to go nine and seven.
1: So I'm over too, whether it's nine and seven or maybe even 10, you never know. Can there be some Wensylvania magic, but I
0: like, right. I like over, I like over eight. Well, would love to see 10, but I, I find that a little hard. All right, the Redskins at seven and a half. I think this is the most interesting one. Give it to me. I got them right under that. I got them at, at seven and nine. Yeah,
1: I'm under two. A lot of things I don't like about the Redskins, starting with their quarterback, and we'll kind of see there. So I, I definitely think they're under that seven and a half wins.
0: I think they're under two. I got them at six and 10. Nice. All right. So, let's you guys you guys want to run through awards quick, see who we uh yeah, we, who we got it. there yeah. and then go to our Super Bowl picks. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So, we'll go with MVP and I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers with MVP. I think he does a fantastic job with this with this Green Bay team leading that offense to maybe not historic numbers, but a, but a nice little run to the NFC North and a a little run to the uh, NFC Championship game.
1: I I'm going to go with Rogers as well um, because I think that he's going to just get, so, he's going to get so many numbers because of their lack of real balance there. And I'll tell you, I think the dark horse is drew Brees. I think if he has a great season, you're going to see something happen there. So, so, but I'm going with Rogers too.
2: Yeah. We've definitely heard about your, your breeze love. I, I also have to agree with Rogers. I think he's the odds on favorite right now. No. Um, you know, I think it's going to be him and Brady, but I, I, I believe that Rogers is kind of going to do more for his team. I think the Patriots are just too stacked on both sides of the ball.
0: Yeah, for sure. Do you have Rogers then at uh, uh, offensive player of the year?
1: Yeah, I do. So I, I don't. I, I don't like giving offensive to, and MVP to the same person. I, I think they're. I think they're kind of two different awards in that regard. Um, I really like uh, David Johnson for offensive player of the year because I think his usage rank rate could be so high.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I would also have him there. For offensive player of the year, I think that's a, I think that's a great pick, man. Um, defensive player of the year, who do you got? I think I think Khalil Mack's going to take the next step
2: this year. Great. I do think he's going to do a good job on, on the Raiders' defense. Um, you know, he he's the. If, if you if you think about guys, especially with Aaron Donald sitting out this first game, if you think about yeah. guys who have a legitimate shot at like a fifteen sack season, even even more than that, I think Khalil Mack is 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 right there.
0: Jordy. Yeah, I, um, I'd probably go Khalil Mack. Uh, it's enticing to, to see what J.J. Watt does, but because of that, I, I'd probably go Khalil Mack there.
1: Yeah, I, I actually, I like the mention of J.J. Watt because I think he's uh, – now that Jadavian Clowney's kind of come out on the other side, um, to me, he's, he's my go-to um, for Defensive Player of the Year. He really wants to come back on and make a statement. And I, I think he's the uh, the guy to do that so I'm pretty fired up to see what he can pull out this season so he's my pick there for a defensive awesome.
0: player of the year all right um now let's uh, let's look at the Super Bowl I don't think we made our NFC our NFC pick since we just quickly we quickly ran through the the AFC but who do you guys have winning the NFC and and do they ultimately take the Patriots or do the Patriots repeat yeah so I, Go ahead no, down.
2: Go ahead. Uh, so I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Packers Seahawks, which, you know, again, not super creative, but I, I do think those are the two most likely teams to, to come out in the, in the NFC. And, and I, I, I think that the Seahawks with that defense, uh, you know, I'm excited to see how they, how they play the Packers in week one, but I think that that's going to be the rematch in the NFC championship game. I, I do think the Seahawks are going to end up as the NFC champions.
1: And I, I, I guess my thing there, I'm with you, Alan. I like I said, I'd love to be more original, but both those teams just to me are so more above the other other teams out there. I think it's where the game's played. If the game is played in Seattle, you got as as good as Aaron Rodgers is, you got to go Seattle. Um, I do think though that Rodgers is going to take it, and I think you're going to see a Packers Patriots Super Bowl. Um, how about you, Jordy? Where do you have the uh, the NFC doing?
0: So I agree with Alan. As awesome as it would be to see Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, I'm gonna go with the Seahawks. I like that defense a ton, um, and I, I I think they give an interesting run to Tom Brady and the Pats. But I, that that team's so dynamic; they're looking great tonight, and uh, I think I think the the, the Brady bunch repeats.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, everyone's got to drop off a cliff at some point. And is it Brady's forty-year-old year? I mean, who knows? We all saw that happen to Peyton Manning, although they did win the Super Bowl that year, anyway. <laughs> and they have so many other pieces. I honestly think Garoppolo could probably step in there and potentially win the Super Bowl um, with 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 that coach and and the pieces that are in place. So yeah, I agree. I think the Patriots are going to repeat as much as uh, as much as no one wants to see that well,
1: much I mean, better choice nobody, than Buffalo. I, like I would love to see. My boy win another Super Bowl. Oh man, <laughs> love them. I don't know. Love how, I don't know how you don't pick them. They're that good. And Tom Brady, greatest of all time. They've got to be. Your Timmy Super Brady. Pick. And I'm with, but Alan, I all like right. that point though about how good Garoppolo, how good the team is, and if you add, and I'm with you, Garoppolo. That team easily is my still my favorite, almost maybe my favorite in the AFC um, with Garoppolo at the helm. Yeah, yeah,
0: but yeah. All right. Well. Well, quickly before we wrap up NFL, any other players fantasy-wise we didn't mention?
2: I feel, like, I feel like we touched on a lot of people. I think people are really heavy on rookie running backs this year, taking them pretty early. I, I, I mean, Kareem Hunt looks good so far in this game, but I think that we might want to temper our expectations for Mixon and Cook and even Fournette. I mean, if everyone thinks Fournette's going to be the next Elliott, but if you look at the line that Elliott was running behind and the support that he had versus what Fournette has, I really think that, that people's uh, expectations are a little bit inflated. One million percent agree. Yeah,
0: I think yeah, that – And Go ahead. Go ahead. look at – I mentioned a little bit with the, with the Colts. Uh, you got to remember who's throwing the ball um, when, you're, when a lot of people are thinking very highly on people, you know, those Colt receivers and tight ends. Um, you know, and there's a ton of other ones too. A, a lot of the, the Rams players have that have those high projections – uh, but you got to remember who's throwing the ball. And if it's not a, a high number there or a high, a high ranking person there, it, it could be dangerous.
1: Yep. Yeah, I think it's a great point. And Alan, I liked what you said as well. And Jordy, you touched on it. I think the key is forget who the player is, figure out what the offense he's on. I like guys who are on good offenses. Good offenses score touchdowns, touchdowns win fantasy games. Um, you know, so while Leonard Fournette may have a ton of talent. He's going to be playing with the Jaguars and Blake Bortles. So would you rather have him or would you rather have a mediocre running back on a team that's going to go to the playoffs, like maybe one of the Seattle Seahawks running backs or something like that?
0: I, I like that, that thought process a lot. Yep, I totally agree. All right, awesome. Well, that's going to wrap it up for our NFL preview. Matt and I are going to do a quick college football rundown from week one or just a quick week two preview. But, Alan, we wanted to thank you so much yeah, brother. For, uh, for everything and, and coming on. We really appreciate it. Hopefully we can get you back later in the season.
2: Perfect. Thanks. I'd love to. I, I really enjoyed this. Thanks for having me on.
0: Uh, of Alan, course, I, man. Can't
2: wait.
1: I can't wait to whoop you in all my fantasy leagues. Right? Yeah, just I can't wait for later. the
0: Cowboys to come in last. That would <laughs> be good. Oh, yeah. All right, Alan, we'll Go talk brother. to you later, man. Thanks, guys. See you, brother. All right. Well, Matt, on to quickly with college. Week one, what was your take from all the action? But once
1: again, why people even question Nick Saban and the and the Alabama team? They punished Florida State. Um, the defense was as good as they were last year already. And I will say this: Florida State's defense is is all 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 college. So he he's fantastic as well. Um, by the way, uh, the Patriots Sucks. just lost lost the lead. Um, well, I was gonna but, say sucks
0: to lose lose oh DeAndre my. Francois. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh no. I'm sorry. I'm watching the game here in the background, and uh, they no, just hit Tyreek Hill for a huge touchdown. Uh, but but beyond that, yeah, I'm with you. I, I thought my question to you is after week one, and I don't want to get too excited. What is the ceiling for our Michigan Wolverines after watching them?
0: Yeah. So it was a it was a great game, great win over a over what was thought to maybe be a good florida florida gator team uh, i almost called said that called them florida panthers um but a, as you saw it florida's quarterback play was all right with will greer it was all right and you know you, you see a lot of of inconsistency and in, in michigan's defense figured it out it was a Kind of a rough first half offensively, but the defense got it together and and eventually nearly got that safety and and pulled out the uh, the the defensive scoop and score right in the end zone.
1: Yeah, I um I think to me it showed you that the defense is going to be great yeah. again. Yeah. What can the offense be? Are we going to be a Florida or are we going to be a team that's, that's what a concerns shot? me? Right, right. Now I will say this though. Ohio State's going to have their handfuls this coming week. I don't want to jump ahead too far, but Ohio State's going to have their handful hands full this weekend. We're actually going to see Wisconsin and Penn State maybe play somebody, which is also good too. So just no. a couple of things there I think are important. Um, how about yeah, this? Definitely. What was your biggest surprise of week one?
0: So I, you mentioned it with, with Maryland, and I wrote it in the blog that, that Maryland <laughs> was, was going to take the points. It's not a big surprise to me. Uh, for me, honestly, I was surprised of the comeback. I was surprised Josh Rosen, right. Ro- got it all together and was able to pull that out. You can say what you will about this is typical. This is the microcosm of an a uh, Texas A&M team, uh, but the fact that they're able to put it together and and make that comeback complete, whether or not it should have been a touchdown or not, that whole controversy. If you haven't seen it, yeah, um, you know, it, it's still it impressed me a ton. Um, I wasn't entirely impressed by Sam Darnold against Western Michigan. Yeah. I uh, hung around the bar after watching the Michigan game to see how that was going. USC ultimately ended up really pulling away. I believe they still ended up covering. Um, but yeah, I, I wasn't too impressed by Darnold. I think you know you have to see how it's a first game against a team that I think was was given not a ton of credit. Uh, but for me, that those were probably my. Two biggest surprises. Uh, but my one question to you, uh, well, actually, I'll ask it. what was your big surprise?
1: So my big surprise was literally the entire state of Texas. They were terrible. Um, <laughs> I actually was a little surprised by Notre Dame. I, I really like – I know Temple lost Matt Rule. I didn't think that Notre Dame was going to be that good. I'm not, I don't usually give them a lot of praise. Uh, but I was pretty impressed by them. They're sh- shellacking a Temple team with a lot of leftover players that are pr- pretty decent. But the Josh Rosen was really, to me, it's got to be the biggest surprise of the, uh, of the year there, uh, of, the, of the start of the season, though. So I'm with you there. Yeah, do you think he moves himself into Heisman contention? Oh, right away. Absolutely. No. I, I think it's a little inflated because Texas A&M's defense is trash. Um, yeah. and, it, and it was a home game. So <laughs> they literally got down by, like, what is it, 30-something points? At home, thirty-five points in the fourth in the third quarter, thirty-five points at home. So I mean, come on, but um, but yeah, no, I uh, they were definitely my biggest surprise.
0: Yeah, the SEC as a collective didn't really show up in week one. Yeah, um, kind of on that same note, my question to you that I was about to ask: so Tennessee goes to double overtime, pulls out the win, and I believe just stayed at twenty-five. They didn't move. Mm-hmm. The alma mater of the great. Basketball legend Larry Bird, Indiana State this weekend. Do you think that win, more assumed win, is more or less harmful than the double overtime win? In other words, do you think they'll move up if somebody like twenty four loses, or do you think they'll still stay at twenty (laughs)
1: five? No, no. I mean, to me, they should stay at twenty five. If you're not going to play a decent team, I know. I mean, you know, here's why, and this is what really bugs me. West Virginia goes out and they lose to a ranked Virginia Tech on uh, and at the last second, the last second. And Definitely. they're and they're they're dropped from the rankings. I I to me that bugs me. Yeah. Um I I I want guys to play teams who are actually good. Yeah. Okay?
0: So the I the nice I, I thing the nice thing that we've seen with the college football playoff is that the committee really disregards the AP and coaches' polls when they do finally come out with their rankings. Sure, there is some bias, and and I do disagree sometimes with how they put out the rankings week after week. Um, but the that is the nice thing that if West Virginia does bounce back really well, um, that will you know we could see them get ranked accordingly once the the human touch, as they like to call it comes into play
1: right you know what i i also think is bugging me about these polls i understand if you want to vote clemson at number one because they are the defending national champions and they haven't lost a game sure but i don't understand how ohio state gets votes and i'm it, it, i i do not care if it was ohio state michigan penn state oklahoma it, alabama went out and played the number three team in the nation and they beat them they manned they manhandled them in my yep. opinion they should receive – unless you want to vote for Clemson, and some coaches did, and I understand. To me, that's I, – I, I don't know who votes sometimes in these things, but they got to figure it out and be a little better. Um, yeah, they I can get think. a little wild that way. Yeah.
0: But, all right, let's look at the week two slate. We actually got a really, really fun weekend of college football ahead of us. Two games actually clashing um, for the most part. Uh, this weekend uh, that feature top fifteen teams. One's a top five matchup. Which one are you looking forward to the most? I,
1: mean, I, I I've been looking forward to Oklahoma Ohio State for quite some time. Yep. So I'm I'm really fired up uh, to see that game. Um, excited. I, I to me it's been the one game I've been eyeing up for since the season started.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, for me, I. You know, I am actually pretty excited for USC Stanford. I think it'll be fun to see how that goes. Isn't that
1: a quietly great game, by the way. That like is I a
0: talking about quietly great game. Yeah. And it'll be nice to see how Sam Darnold responds. Uh, Stanford had a great first win uh, that was out in in uh, Australia, so they, they didn't really pl- they didn't play last week. They played two Saturdays ago, so it'll be interesting to see how they go. But they get two weeks to prepare. They get two weeks to see, you know, prior tape. They get a week to see. This tape, like I mentioned, a subpar showing from Sam Darnold. Um, he still only missed ten passes, but two of those misses were interceptions. Right. For me, that that competes against the game. It starts an hour later, but um, that that'll be one for me to watch. But as always, keep an eye out for the Fun Beat Tailgate Pot or blog. That'll have me going through the entire slate of games uh, and picking I mean, the, the Georgia, spread.
1: Georgia Notre Dame. Clemson Auburn I mean we got Clemson, some-
0: Auburn's fun
1: right uh, T- TCU Arkansas that's another one you mentioned that when you go through your games it's another great game I don't think anyone's talking about absolutely uh, and I hope oh my god Pittsburgh Penn State I know
0: it's at Penn State another be- one that's another one that's worth looking at that uh that I'll talk about but it's Louisville at North Carolina Yeah. North Carolina that was a pretty easy pick to have them losing to Cal last week but Still still a
1: little shocking because of Cal's new head coach and everything like that, but I'm with you. Today's easy upset pick for sure there. Yeah, just
0: about. mainly because the off-the-field drama. But it'll be fun. Like I said, keep an eye out for the post. But that, that'll do it for us tonight with, okay, with everything. A little longer because we had to preview the NFL. The idea, usually just a quick housekeeping. Probably look to do first half college. Look, basically what we just did here. A little more, a little more expanded. And then idea with the nfl uh since we do have the the blog posts Natty D's cold hard locks for our picks for the nfl and the fun v tailgate blog for college picks but usually try to keep it around an hour we appreciate everyone that has uh stuck it all the way through uh if your friends didn't give them shit um but (laughs) that'll do it for us matt thank you as always no problem all right, well, we will catch you guys next week for the Fun V Tailgate. Jordy Canell for Matty D. Have a good week, everybody. Good luck in fantasy, except for you, Matt. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I'm playing you, so No, whatever. I'm playing
1: mostly Logan week one.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a good night.